apocalypse, Mr. Batman. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Batcave. Try not to step in any dog shit. Oh, no, you already did. It's called Batman Issue 97. You're listening to Dark Side's Couch, and this is James. This is Mike. I'm Shay. See, you had a bit. That was good. A little bit of a bit. Driving home from work. That was a much better bit than what I was going to do. Something racist? Yep. Something terrible that I'll have to take out anyway? Well, I was reading this book. All the jokes I had were monstrously offensive. So I'm like rewriting jokes in my head while I'm I'm reading this. Well, which is strange because there's really not anything offensive in this book. I know, but I was was making things up that were... Horrific. Oh, I was like, oh, I can't use this. Can't I use mean, there's this. there's enough silly things there as it is. You really sure. don't, need don't to... know don't know what my problem was. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to gild the lily. On a yeah. Batman episode. There's always plenty to talk about when it's a Batman episode. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna get to that. Batman number ninety-seven from nineteen fifty-six. One of our oldest Batman books. Not the oldest Batman book, but certainly back there. Yeah, it might be the best though. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm guessing that's a that's sarcastic. No, I lo- this book was great. I loved it. Okay, I'm ooh, I'm I'm infuriated right now because I know I this is a, I know this is a fucking bit and it's bothering. Oh, is me so it? Much. I think I think I like it. I know, even though I know, even though I know it's a bit and it's still fucking bothering me. I don't understand what you what, what issues you had with this fantastically written book. Well, and it's not okay. Here's what I'll say though. It's not necessarily terribly written because we have, if you read this from a modern sensibility, if you only read books, comic books from the last couple of decades, this looks dumb and stupid and outdated. And yeah, it kind of is. But we have read comic books from the 50s from non-DC publishers, and we've seen how bad it can get. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But by bad, he means great. Sure. But I'm saying we read other things from the same era, and it's incoherent. Like, you I don't want- even know what's happening. I want the devil with two thousand dollars to be in the MCU. I know. It, <laughs> I yeah, know. I it's, want him in a credit scene. <laughs> I know it's been a few weeks. Uh, it's been a month now since we read the thing. Uh, but I still lie in bed sometimes thinking about the two thousand dollar devil. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I, I can't. Fucking great. I can't. I'm never gonna forget it forever. No. I'm always gonna remember the two thousand dollar devil. For for, I, our, for our, like our three hundredth episode, we should just do yeah. that book again. <laughs> you have to go back and listen to uh, the the thing where uh, the devil comes to help a, a farmer, and uh, he gives him two thousand dollars because that's all he brought with him. No, no, no! You're forgetting the important part of where the farmer asked for a thousand dollars, and he doubled up. And the and devil, the devil like, gave because him. I got two grand. Let's just take that just to be safe. Yeah. I, the way I've been thinking, so I keep thinking through it and what occurred to me most recently is the devil he he couldn't materialize the money there like he can materialize himself he can poof in and out of hell but he can't just materialize two thousand dollars which means that like he's he's afraid to counterfeit maybe is like he doesn't want to counterfeit the money he wants to follow the letter of the law which might be why he wants contracts for everything because he wants everything to be nice and legal right so he's not just gonna he, he trades in souls he doesn't have like normal human currency he doesn't so apparently he can't, he has to get the money before he leaves hell. Yeah. Like he has to go somewhere. He's got to stop get the off money. at his, his, the branch of his bank. Yeah. His local, uh, yeah. Cause yeah. you know, the ATM fees in hell are fucking huge. I know. And, right. And then he, and then he materialize, he can materialize himself and the money, but he can't and, materialize himself and then bring the money and the clothes he wears. And he dresses like a luchador. Yeah. 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 Unbelievable. Unreal. Great. This devil. Great. 
Oh my God. I think about it so much. I honestly am like, do I need to get a tattoo of this? Like, what do I need to do to make this something I can live with? Because as it stands with the rate we're going at, the amount that I think about the $2,000 devil, I, I'm, it's going to cause a problem in my life. Maybe that, you know, I've never had reasons to get tattoos, but now that you bring this up, maybe I should just maybe tattoo the three of us. characters from yeah. like comic books we've done on this show that I love. That would be good. That would be a great... We can make a nice tapestry of it. You can get a full-body back tattoo. All the characters from The Thing, the the, the <laughs> sombrero vampire gorilla. Yes. Oh, God. No, I, I'd put the devil right in the center with $2,000 ringed around him in, in $20 bills. I think that's my favorite comic we've done outside of uh, Green Lantern, the child molester for Valentine's Day. Wow, that's number two. Shay, what's, what's your number one or two? Of what? Oh were my you, God! <laughs> you weren't listening, were you? You were drinking your soda. No, you were thinking more off, about you your soda. See, no, no, no! I got confused by the Valentine's Day reference. Do you what, mean my, my favorite? Oh, off the top of your oh, head, she wasn't on that one. That's why she doesn't. Yeah, know. that's why I was. I was trying to think back to that episode, and I could not right. remember it. Well, the, the the question is off the top of your head, and you're not uh, under oath here. What what would be maybe your top one or two uh, favorite books that we've ever looked at? Oh God! Yeah, I know. We can, pull, um, we can pull up the we can pull up the My website. memory is not good enough for this. You don't remember any of this, do you? Uh, when people, uh, guys, uh, right now what's on replay in my head is Mike's uh, Ace Freely impression. That was pretty good, too. That was that I was think fun. it needs to show up in every goddamn episode. We can use that. I mean, there's probably a couple more Kiss comics. Maybe we should do another Kiss comic. Okay. There's plenty more terrible things to talk about with those guys. Yeah. I just want to hear Mike essentially do Jerry Seinfeld jokes as Ace as Freely. as Ace Freely. Yeah, because wow. that's pretty much what it is. You can mash up a lot of things with Seinfeld, and it's still funny. Like Seinfeld and wrestling has a has a shit posting group of Seinfeld and wrestling, and it works. I don't know why, but it works. I mean, I love Seinfeld and I love wrestling. So yeah, it's, uh, I guess there's a lot more people like me. You know what? Speaking of people like me, you guys give me a lot of shit about the smartphone thing and how I won't I won't use one. Yeah. I'm in the market for a new phone, and I went on YouTube looking up like the best flip phones of 2020. <laughs> there's a whole community of not senior citizens of people like right. my age and younger who use dumb phones. So it's not just me. I'm not, I didn't say it was not just you, but it's still a very, there's a whole community of all kinds of things. There's like They're articles not, of what to do when you go to a restaurant and there's no There's also an entire there's subreddit about people that like to drink piss. You have to read articles in order to survive? Like you have to like join this well, community and share not, articles. Well, this is just like, I just found this out. I had no idea any of this existed. But you're saying like in order, there's articles on how to get by when you go to a restaurant and yeah. they only have QR codes. It, yeah. That's not worth menu. the effort. The juice ain't worth the squeeze. I yeah, love you just ask for a menu. Exactly. I well, sometimes they don't have them, and so my favorite thing to do at restaurants, even if I have people with you me, turn your nose up and with say, you just phones. lost a customer. No, what I do is I, uh, even if I'm with other people with phones, I still ask the waitress to use her phone. Oh my god! <laughs> like just to be weird. And then you gotta, you gotta, you gotta wait till you go home till you can get your work I'm done. Sure so your now friends you have to love going out with you, Mike. Yeah, you well, they go don't. Home and check all your email at nine o'clock while I'm sitting back and relaxing. I'm putting my, I'm tenting my fingers behind my head and just relaxing because I already took care of that shit earlier in the day. I have all my would, music uh, with me all the time. You always hear stories of people with l low willpower, like just staring at their phone all day. Because sure. like my ADD is so bad, I'm afraid mm -hmm. I'd become one of those people. You have to, it have to, you'd have to lock yourself out. 
What you should do is you should get one of those Caterpillar phones that are designed for first responders. Yeah, I've been looking at those. I think those I'm gonna, are good. That's what I'm going to do. They're always a few years behind in the operating system because it needs to be super stable. So, so you won't be overcome with uh, frightening modern technology. Yeah. But they've, they're super loud, too, because they have to be heard over, you know, rubble and everything like that. So you can be really obnoxious when your phone rings and everyone within, like, 500 feet hears it. Yeah, Don't you only when... have to charge it, like, once every Yeah, three that, that's good, too. It's, like, once a week. That's pretty much what I do now. That's pretty good. If I could charge my phone once a week, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be stellar. Yeah, I'd say even with the how old my phone is and how old the battery is, I charge it, like, once a week. Yeah, well, it doesn't have to do anything. Nope. Sure don't. Do anything. I, I'm jealous of my phone. Uh, I am uh, speaking of uh, having to do stuff. I'm still working on the whistling, by the way. Just an update on Me that. Me too. I have not improved. No, not gotten better. But I, I have not let this go. I will not let this go. Yeah, me neither. Other uh, supposedly more important obligations in my life are falling by the wayside, so I can work on whistling. I'm a hundred percent sure that it's a genetics thing. Like you have to have the tongue and I the just, mouth for it. How can that be? Because it's like you got to fit a bunch of shit in your mouth, and you have that big old uh, Steven Tyler lips to wrap around your teeth. Yeah, he's probably great at it, isn't he? I bet he is. And he was also yeah. great eating little kids' asses. Oh, <laughs> those are the two uh, things. He's good at those two things, and he's good at honking on Bobo. Yeah, those are his what? three things. <laughs> honking on Bobo is their name of their like blues cover album. I think honking on Bobo is like an outdated uh, blues term for playing the harmonica. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just guessing based on the what I saw. But yeah, they 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 had the audacity to put out an album called Honking on Bobo. Uh, a friend of mine gave me tickets one year. This was years ago, but like uh, it was a tour with uh, Kiss and Aerosmith, and Kiss was yeah. opening. And uh, Kiss was great; they like, blew the roof off the place. And then Aerosmith comes out, and they're like, "Hey guys, we're gonna play tracks from our new blues album." And the whole place cleared out because <laughs> they didn't cultivate a fan base that is responsive to them doing new things. No, they yeah. like some people. They cultivate a fan base, and they let you know over the course of their career, "Hey, I'm gonna be doing new stuff all the time. You better get used to it or get the fuck out." But Aerosmith and a lot of these other bands are just like, "No, we're gonna play Sweet Emotion at every fucking show for the rest of our lives," and that's what people come to expect from them now. Yep, and if they don't do it, like you can get fucked, kick rocks. No, I'm not no, no. They're, like they, they're not talented enough to still be creative at their age. <sighs> they should know. just play the hits. I don't hate that money. I don't hate Aerosmith, but man, Aerosmith Kiss Double Bill that has to be the slimiest backstage green room. Oh my God, <laughs> just the walls are slick after they leave. Like what? What was on you guys? Yeah, they're gonna pressure wash the walls and ceiling. Oh. You're slipping on the floor. What? Hey, guys, if you ever go to a tour with Aerosmith and then they headline with a fucking shitty-ass blues album, <laughs> Wild Animals in the Middle, make some noise. <laughs> I don't know why I like this so yeah, much, fun. but I yeah, do. It's, it's a fun voice. I enjoy it. Um, the other thing, uh, the other piece of business I wanted to comment on before we get into this is, uh, well, we were, we were trying to berate people into subscribing on YouTube. And we had a little bit of success and, and we're still, you still have to go do it. Like that's, that's not off the table. However, however, I would like to direct your guys' attention to a notification I got in my email taking me to this video here about something that's uh, rolling out soon for YouTube called YouTube Handles. And I think I've got it queued up. Nope, I don't. We are opening access to everyone and removing the 100 subscriber eligibility threshold that applied to custom URLs. You guys hear all that? Oh, thank yep. God. Yeah. So uh, they basically decided that everybody gets a handle now 
And you might ask yourself, well, what's the difference between a handle and a URL? As far as I can tell, even YouTube doesn't know. Yeah, it's not. It's the same thing. I think it's the exact same goddamn thing. They're just like, this is really stupid. That oh, people... because it's It just ads. starts with at? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Great. All right, it's so fine. All right, listeners, don't worry no, about it. No, 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 no. You still have to do it. We got to get those numbers up. I spent an hour today uh, putting together the video for for last episode. So, yeah, but you're telling the people who already know, like the listeners, they already know. Well, I'm telling it's them the to people tell who, other it's, people. It's the people who don't listen that we got. Well, talk. if I could talk to the people that don't listen, we wouldn't have a problem in the first place. You know what? Just I've been looking up how much it costs to rent space on like a digital billboard. Oh wow, that would yeah. be good. Yeah, that just, would be good. Even just for a shit, just for fun. Like I, uh, I, 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 I did might you find it. it out? It's probably not. I'm looking around that much. Like I'd throw a few bucks at that. Like it's, I would, I would too, right? But it's up probably for a week. not too expensive. Just, just to say we did it. Yeah. Yeah. Put right yeah. next to the Colt Cabana one-hour tease. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're What's in a, the Chicago, uh, he's hawking t-shirts. No, he hey, he's an independent wrestler. All they do is hawk t-shirts. Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta have a backup plan. You can't do that forever. They're, the the trunks of their cars are full of t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. He just drives around selling them out of the back of his Pinto. You know what? Yeah, that's what a lot of independent shows it, were yeah, like when I used to go. It's called the dream. Yeah. All right, uh, but yeah, you still need to go to uh, YouTube. You need to dig up Darkside's Couch, and you need to subscribe. You need to ding the bell and leave comments and likes, and, and tell other people to do it as well. All right, I know you know a couple people. Don't bullshit me. You know a couple people. Tell them about it. Make them do it. I bet there's some folks that are embarrassed they listen because of like it's a little mm. edge lordy, and they don't want they they don't want to piss off their super liberal or their super conservative friends. No, you're so yeah. little edge lordy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, I guess we're a little edge lordy. I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's bad, but I'm on the show. Yeah, yeah well, you but can't say so you can't like exclude yourself from what I'm doing. You're a part of it. So it whatever is, I'm guilty of, you're going to be guilty describe, of it too. I wouldn't describe the show as edge lordy though. Sure is, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you know, we kind of moderate the temperature here a little bit. I, I don't know. I like I like to keep it hot. I don't know. I got to imagine that you there's more like people out there. You do like to antagonize. Yeah, there are some people who are going to subscribe something because it is edge lordy. We need to get those guys. Yeah, that's, that's the real the, audience. Yeah, I want the Reddit people. Maybe that's what I should do. That's like the only website I haven't like gone crazy on. I've, yet, I've been thinking about that too. I've been thinking yeah, about that too. Maybe I we just, just missed out on the place that would be most logical. Well, my attitude is uh, I, I can put the post out there, but I don't want to see the feedback. Somebody I do. To, I somebody needs to monitor do. the feedback. For I will. Me. I will 100%. Yeah. That's I think, exactly I think in, what in, I want. I think in the right communities, they would. Under, I think we just, it needs to be sold to people very specifically, and they need to know, like, hey, man, listen, this isn't for everybody. And just if, if you've got a problem out. with that, just shut up. If you got a yeah. problem with something that's maybe not to your taste, just shut up. No, and don't tell say me about it. Tell me about it. Tell Mike specifically about it on Twitter. Don't tell, tell James it, about it. Tell me what I said that made you mad. James is really sensitive. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like, mock it or anything. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. There, there will be no mockery. Nope. I'll take it totally seriously and uh, change my ways. But yeah, <laughs> I'll really take it into consideration. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> stupid. Um, all right. I think we should talk about this comic book. Yep. Let's get into uh, it. Uh, every 10 episodes we do a Batman comic book. Yeah. Weird. It's yeah. Weird that, weird that we don't make it dark side, but all right. Well, uh, uh, we have we've only, well the fiftieth episode we did look at Dark Side. I think it's maybe I mean, the only time we have. I mean, it's more Batman's couch, really. 
It's Batman's couch, but uh, that's running more afoul of legal issues. Dark side, you might be able to get away with. Yeah, we could totally get away with that. We may need to change the name altogether. Uh, This, uh, I'll throw out, as as Mike would say, uh, some little, I'll do my little uh, gay comic book show for a second, and then we can get back to the stupid bullshit. But there was was one thing that I thought was kind of interesting about this. So this is this is issue ninety seven from nineteen fifty six. So at this point, this is like right after the common conception of when Batman flipped over from Golden Age Earth two Batman to Silver Age Earth one Batman that we know and love today. Mm-hmm. Like in issue ninety five, a lot of people look at issue ninety five and say that's the point where we went from the goofy old uh, you know uh, Earth two version to the Earth-1 version. So this is really an early Silver Age Batman adventure. Mm-hmm. This is basically considered uh, the beginning of that. Another- so this is supposed yeah. to be the serious Well, story. it's not, It's not now, obviously this is just added in retrospect. This is not at the time they didn't necessarily know this, but this is where it corresponds with that. Uh, other indexers will place it in a different place. And one of the other popular places to say they switched over from the early Silver Age or early Golden Age to Silver Age was Batman number 80, which was one we read, which was when uh, Batman had to make out with a goat. Oh, yeah, right. And it was filmed pornographically by the Joker. The Joker was filming some weird fetish movie and forced Batman to make out with a goat. And some people will say that was the last appearance of goofy Golden Age Batman. All right. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. I just thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And now, now we can we can close up James's gay comic book show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and go Thank back you. to stupid bullshit. There we go. Uh, so yeah, this involves Ace the Bat Hound, yeah, the best character in DC Comics, <laughs> who is a dog, uh, a dog who's wearing Batman's it's not, trunks. It's, it's not even that special of a dog, turns out. <laughs> it's no. just a regular dog. <laughs> it's a regular dog. I would He's, also it, disagree that it's the best bat animal. No, it's the best character in DC Comics. Uh, what would be the best a- bat animal? Oh, bat cow, maybe? I mean, bat cow is pretty great. I love bat cow. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's wearing Batman's trunks. He puts mm-hmm. his ears through the uh, leg holes and his snout through the pee hole. Mm-hmm. Right? And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. That's that's just what goes on. This is his second appearance, by the way. Yeah, and Batman and Robin are cooking meth and the dog outs them. Yeah, he comes down on the cover here. He comes down in the Batcave with a picture of uh, Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne in his in his mouth, showing it to nobody, by the way. Just has it. Yep. And uh, Batman and Robin are like, oh, shit, well, we're going to have to eat him now. He just wants them to know that he knows. Yeah, it's just a power move. Yep. Well, Hopefully. that's how dogs are. Dogs are pack animals. They yep. just need to know who the alpha dog is. Right. In and this case, it's him. He's establishing his dominance with the, yeah. with the Bat family. This is actually a threat. Yeah. 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 yeah I guess the, the no kill rule probably doesn't apply to dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why Batman wants to use them. It's a workaround. It's a loophole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why Batman hangs around with other superheroes who are murderers. Yeah. He's got no problem with them doing it. It's just like, you just do it. Just can I, can I send you on a couple of errands? He's like, and he I don't ra- know. Whatever and he, happens. Ra- and he raised a murderer. He raised Jason Todd. Yeah, and that guy either. murdered no problem. Yeah, but he's the best yeah. character. He's the best. He's the best vigilante out of all of them. He's solving the problems. I don't think. I don't think he solved the problem. I, those comics books are still out there. Yeah, he just executes people, and there's more Joker than ever. I know, but he could have just killed him. He just, just shot. Yeah, he him. hasn't done it. I mean, Huntress did. Yeah, Huntress, Huntress killed. Oh, he was fine with she, that. But she was going more after like the mob families and stuff. 
Unless Still. you consider the timeline where she's Batman's kid. Catwoman shot Black Mask's head off, and Batman tried to marry her. Yep. Like, I'd what marry the her fuck? Too. Yeah, it was, it was pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, that's why, yeah. That's why, that's why Batman doesn't kill people, because he doesn't want to get a boner through his tights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rip right out of those trunks. Have to give these ones to Ace as well. Yeah, that's why his, the death ones. of his parents were so traumatizing for how confusing it made him feel. It was very confusing. He was he was rock hard while sobbing. Yeah, he's watching the Graysons fall to their death. He's like, oh god damn, I'm really fucked up. And then he associates that horniness to Dick Grayson, which leads to a whole other series yeah, of problems. There's some serious problems. It does kind of seem like Robin is worried that uh, Batman is going to have Ace replace him. Yeah. Yeah. Like we can really, I can do, I can have a dog do your job. It seemed like in this story, it's it. The dog was more helpful. The dog was more helpful. Robin even acknowledges it at one point. Yeah. It's because I guess you don't need me because you got this dog here. But anyway, I love that you called Robin Rob. <laughs> did I call him Rob? Yeah, you did. I mean, that's getting too worked. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, let's call, though. Let's call him Rob. You know, they're pretty. They're pretty personal well, to each other now. Because yeah, yeah, like everyone like says bats right when they're friendly with Batman. Yeah, they call them bats. Well, then they like call that. Robin Rob. Yeah, they they should. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he gets super offended about it. He gets super aggro when people do that. Yeah, right. It's yeah. Robin and Stomps' little <laughs> fairy boots. Li- yeah, Either call booties. me Rob or Dick. <laughs> yeah, Rob that you, dick. You can call me Dick. Uh, Batman number 97 from 1956. Uh, this first story is called The Joker Announces Danger, written by Bill Finger, art by Sheldon Maldoff and Charles Paris. And, of course, it's all signed to Bob Kane. When I said uh, rob that dick, I had a flash of a fantasy of me tied to my bedpost and a girl dressed as a robber coming, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. crawling onto the bed. And I said, yeah, rob that dick. Wow. That's, uh, is is that a can't. good image or a bad image, Mike? It's, we're having some fun. You know, we're playing a little game. Okay, okay. And she's robbing the dick. Dick has one of those little like black uh, masks on it, like how old cartoon burglars used to break into no, places. No, I, I built a model bank around it. It's in the wall. Oh, wall. wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's behind a little vault that you have to get the combination right for. First of all, James, it's behind a big vault. <laughs> I mean, relatively speaking, it's a normal uh, sized vault. It's there's nothing it, wrong with his vault. Rel- relative to this dick, this is a pretty big <laughs> vault, I have to say. Like it's an above average vault. <laughs> like it can hold so much money. Yes. It doesn't That's, look like it, but this, it can. This dick is money. It's got more than a teaspoon's worth of money in it. Uh, that was pretty gross. Yeah, it was. Um, so anyway, <laughs> do you guys do you guys still pat themselves on the back for how much semen they have? Yeah, that seemed to be. I remember that was a thing for a while. It's like you just had ropes. Like you pat yourself on the back. Like look at it's shooting thick ropes. Pretty much anything primitive. That we would yeah. think of like that, it's still there. It's never going to go away. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, until it falls, until our dicks fall off into the toilet, and we flush it down forever. Yeah. Okay, I gotta, I gotta that. ask a dude's question. Sure. Have you guys ever collected and see, and like measured how much? No. Oh, like, like, oh yeah, yeah, that'd be tough to do. I mean, it'd be easier if you just measure how big the vagina is of the chick I'm hooking up with and then fill right. that up. and then... Measure her before and like weigh her before and <laughs> <Yeah>. after. <laughs> you yep. have to you have to tear her yep. to do and a she, tear. 
And then she got a duck walk to get, to get rid of the, the scientific evidence. I'd, I'd probably just use a teaspoon because then you know you're going to overfill it and you feel really good about it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> if, you right? used a cup, if you used a cup, it's just like, oh, God, that didn't even. All right, yeah, measure how much the, her bed sheets can soak up. Yeah, yeah, the absorbency. Yeah. I was or thinking like a could, shot glass. You can measure her face, right? <laughs> yes, do a 3D scan of her face. A shot glass full of jism? I can fill that up. Oh, could I fill that up? I don't think I, I don't think you could fill that up. I think it's a lot. How much practice. is the average man ejaculate? Let's see. Uh, I don't know. Uh, how much is the average ejaculate? I think we should take this moment, though, to plug our, our uh, favorite non-sponsor, ChristianLoveToys.com. Yep. Yeah, Christian ChristianLoveToys.com. To inspire your orgasms. Yeah, ChristianLoveToy.com. There you can buy your semen measuring cup. Yep, 1.5 to 5 milliliters. Uh-huh. That All means right. nothing to me. Yep. <laughs> no. Does uh, 20 to 150 million sperm per milliliter mean anything to you? Yep. Nope. All right. I've never now had ask my them idea. to ha- how much in American. <laughs> well, convert convert millimeter uh, or uh, milliliter milliliter to ounces. So that's between a twentieth of an ounce and uh, 1.7 ounces or 0.17 ounces. So it's not, it's very little. You're not getting much. Yep. Yeah, you're not getting maybe, much maybe, out of maybe, that. Maybe maybe you. Yeah, I, I don't know what your numbers are, but this is the average. The, av- the, the high end of the average is uh, less than a fifth of an ounce. All right. No, 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 ain't nobody shooting loads. Uh, most people. Most people are not shooting loads. Yeah, they are. they're going to lie about it. And that, that changes the average. The Joker announces danger by Bob Kane. Yep. Uh, so this is a story where the Joker realizes uh, his best approach is just to be the Riddler. Yep. Yeah, just mm-hmm. fuck it. Yep. Uh, so in this story, uh, the Joker uh, is watching TV one night at his apartment, I guess. Yep. yep. <laughs> and he has a lot of VHS tapes. He has a lot of tapes. Uh, yeah, and he's watching his eight-inch uh, TV because that's about as big as they got back in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's like a there's a, a law enforcement television show, I guess, like the yeah. cops of the 50s. I guess. And, uh, and Batman's going to guest host it. And he comes out there. They go, ladies and gentlemen, Batman. He comes out and goes, thank you, everyone. Of course, you all know that I'm Bruce Wayne since that dog outed me. Yes. <laughs> since that rampant, ragged dog. That son of a bitch dog. Yeah. Yeah. Put him down immediately. But he now won't I be bothering enjoy, you anymore. But now because I get to enjoy my new show as crime television host. Which happens twice. There are two, there are two stories in this book that are about crime TV shows. Yep. And Batman participating in them. But we'll get and, to that. But here we just see how petty the Joker is. And the, he's, he just sees that Batman's on TV, and that pisses him off. He doesn't like that Batman's famous. It really bothers him. I mean, Joker's famous, too. Yeah, but apparently it's it, he's not famous enough. I don't know. I mean, he proves it by going outside. First, he, he, I love this. Like He goes outside dressed as an old-timey town crier, and then <laughs> everyone around him goes, Hey, guys, look, an old town crier. Let's I wonder what he has to say. What news he'll announce. Yeah, they're yeah. wondering about that. And, Dude, no internet. And, so then, then yeah. apparently he's wearing a mask, but the way they word it in the comic is that he suddenly, uh, what is, I can't read it. I'm too far away. I'm sorry. It's one way or another. Weird. They say he rips off his makeup. 
Mm -hmm. uh, wipes and, off and his makeup to reveal the mocking face of the Joker. Yeah, yep. but that's not makeup. That's mask. Yeah, he just yep. took a mask off. That's well, not guessing, what makeup is. I'm guessing the script said makeup, but then when the artist was drawing, he goes, how the fuck am I supposed to draw that in one panel? So he just changed it to a mask. That, fuck yeah. that guy. That's, that probably happened. Finger? Didn't and you he, say this is finger? Well, he wrote it, yes. And here we see how famous the Joker is because when he takes off the mask, uh, uh, the man in the hat recognizes him immediately. Yep, yep. Well, they realize it's the Joker, and the Joker decides that his new thing is uh, he's just going to have some big dick energy. He's going to announce where all his crimes are, or what all his crimes are going to be, and uh, Batman's going to have to solve those riddles and go find where the crime is taking place. And here we see how petty Batman is, because while filming that show, he just drops everything, because he hears the Joker's outside yelling, and he just runs outside to be like, hey, Joker, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, we never actually see the show. Apparently, Batman abandoned the show. That he was yeah. that he was supposed to host because yeah. it's live. Well, back yeah. in the day, in fairness, in the fifties, most things were live. You didn't really record things. You know what? That would they would that would ruin his career. They wouldn't want him back after that. No, no, we're just gonna, dead air. You got to be reliable. God damn, you can't just be leaving because you saw a crime that you wanted to go go stop. Yep. He won't get those uh, SAG uh, benefits. Yes. So uh, they find uh, Joker's first clue. Which is a checkerboard, a black and red checkerboard. Yep. And this begins my, my, I am so frustrated in this story because Ooh. it's left as a clue. And then throughout this, they ask the reader, can you put together the clues? Can yep. you figure this yeah. out? Impossible. They give you an impossible task. Yeah, no, impossible. You got Dora the Explorer, this bitch. No, you so, can't. It well, is I, impossible yeah. to well, do. Listener, can you guess the riddle of a of the checkered clue? No. Oh. All right. Here's a, here's a second for you to think about. Because you have as much information as we do. Yep. Uh, <laughs> apparently, apparently, the answer is a, a racing. Uh, it's a checkered flag from like a race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And here we see how fucking jacked and yoked the Joker is. <laughs> well, he's in fairness, he's wearing a uh, he's wearing a shirt, and so he, it could be padded. He, he look how beefcake he is. I think it's padded. You think they don't rec You think they recognize his voice by now? Or the fact that his alias is always Joker? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, no internet. That's yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they, they, it's not even changing the name. It's just slowing down saying Joker. I love how like, in his schemes, he does the same thing. He shows up. He uh, tr he like becomes an announcer of some sort by doing the same trick over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he he shows up. He he becomes the announcer, and then he gets in the car. So he announces his own race, and then gets in the car and, and drives around the 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 track. And then I guess this was all a all a uh, distraction so that he could steal some gate receipts. And it was called the midget car race. Which they I didn't do, understand yeah. what the gate what the receipts are supposed to be worth. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't understand how how money worked in the fifties. Yeah, I just know you could buy a three story house on a on a regular minimum wage salary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we didn't have to go a single panel without the Joker, though. I'm glad yes. to make sure we always have the Joker in every Batman comic book forever. Mm-hmm. And they and uh, they did. And they did. And so, you know, Batman starts pursuing the Joker, who's driving his car, driving his little funny car uh, down the streets, which is not street legal, I'm assuming. Mm, Batman's uh, car looks like a penis. Batman's car does look like a penis. Uh, Joker dives into an alley that Batman can't fit into, so Batman has to reluctantly give up instead of, you know, getting out of his car. Or he could have just gone around. Yeah, he knows the street. Yeah, just go around. 
Well, what's like he, he, he goes through a uh, alley. Well, then he's got the Joker. Yeah, he caught him, but he just goes through this alley, and Batman's just like, ah, shit. Uh, All I right, can't let's do that. Let's Whatever. go. I got other things to do. I should probably go back to that show I was supposed to host. Fuck, yeah, it's been going. dead air for twenty five minutes. He goes, "All right, you know, he turns to Rob and goes, hey, Rob, you know what we need? That fucking dog.' Have <laughs> <laughs> the dog's phone number? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. a dog so, has a flip phone. So then, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems about right. Right. He's got to deal with the issues of QR codes at restaurants. <laughs> can't figure it out. Can't he can't get that? At least with the with the smartphone, he might be able to like nose it. With the flip phone, he's never getting that open. His paws can't open the flip phone. They got a little button, the spring. They put a spring. Oh, now you're just you're wasting. It's wasted manufacturing cost. All right. So uh, then they go hang out with Commissioner Gordon, who I guess is going to give Batman another chance. He like fuck that last one up. Yeah, and he looks like when you're in high school and your friend buys weed and he's trying to roll a joint and you guys are just watching him do it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, Joker's next Joker's next clue came in a pack of zigzags. And it's and like, it's I don't got, know how to roll a joint to you. Because no, we didn't have the internet back then, so we didn't know how to did roll not joints. Did not do it. Did not so we had to, do to like, practice. Well, that's not what happened. Uh, what actually happened is... What uh, really happened here? Thank you. Oh, what actually happened is... Uh, jo- what? <laughs> What's the problem with that? No, that uh, frightened me. What actually happened is uh, Joker sent some cinders and some candy yeah. in a in a paper, and that's supposed to be your next clue. So can you solve the mystery, listener? Batman turns to Robin, and he's just like, hey, Rob, I think that's a crack at you because you're a little kid. Uh, so I guess the idea here is pretty much the same plot. Joker's going to take over an announcer's position. Yep. Uh, but at this time, at a, at a train station. You know, these are pretty good plans, though. Uh, well, he, I guess Joker's in it for the thrill because I mean, they're good plans, though. Like he shows up, like he like goes to areas where there's not a lot of security because not a lot of shit like that goes down. Tells whoever he wants to tell on some radio, like uh, misleading information to trick yeah. them into doing what he wants. And then he steals all the money. That's kind of like a joke, kind of. It's a good idea. Yeah. So, well, he went into the dispatcher's office and uh, told this train, hey, you got to stop. We're, we're putting some extra guards on your train. Uh, but but what he didn't realize is that it was just going to be Joker. Joker was going to get on the train. I love that he dresses up like a train conductor, even though he didn't have to. And they know he's the Joker. Yeah, of course. They identify the, him immediately. Uh, immediately, but he still dresses as a conductor. Oh, he's having fun. Yeah, that was just for his own amusement. He's having a good time with it. Yeah, he had to delay this plot because he had to get that uniform. It took a yeah, few days. He, he had to go to the place where they uh, make postal service uniforms for people. Yep, yep. And he had to order them in bulk. He had to get like 20 of them. Yeah, and he has to get them in a weird size because his shoulders are so big mm. and his waist is so small because he's so like physically ripped. No wonder he needs to rob this train. He needs to fund all these uh, outfits he needs to buy. All right, and his, and his uh, protein powder is not cheap. Yeah, he needs that, he needs that whey protein uh, so I guess the riddle here was that the cinders were referring to the cinder beds of railroad tracks and the candy meant candy train, which was railroad slang for a train that had jewelry on it. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. All oh, that's yeah. bullshit. I thought it was slang for a train run by Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> All right. We're going to scare off the potential YouTube subscribers. So uh, Batman and Rob, they get out of their car and uh, they decide <laughs> to check out this train. And they can see that some of these people getting off the train, uh, they're clearly not real train men. So yeah. uh, he, he deduces that because when the fold out stairs come out, all train personnel 
uh, are they what they do is they walk backwards for safety purposes. What Batman doesn't understand is that most people don't give a shit about their job. They don't. Yeah, that's what my first thought too was, Mike. Like I violate every safety rule that comes my way. Is that even a real? I looked it up briefly. I didn't give much time to it. I looked up briefly. I didn't see anything confirming that. That's like what a super nerdy train kid would know in the fifties. Yeah, we need to talk to Neil Young. What is that guy like? Like trains? Oh, he's part owner of Lionel Trains. He's a big fan of model trains. All right. And 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 correcting his mistakes. So, Batman and Rob, they pursue these guys. Uh, they throw an axle at the Joker for some reason. Uh, because uh, it's a it's a goofy way to knock him down. Yeah, Good yeah, for the see. Adam West series for continuing that tradition, just like the comics. Well, it's funny because by the time the Adam West series was starting, like this was this goofy nonsense was was winding down. They weren't well, doing that's what it as was, much. But it was based off of this, obviously. Yeah, yeah, it was it was coming from the fifties for sure. So it was true. It was the most true of the comics show of all time. It was the the truest representation of Batman we've seen to date. Yeah, technically. Yeah, it just pissed off everybody. I don't know. I like that show. It's funny. It's funny if you watch an episode or two, but then you watch, like, if you try to watch a bunch of episodes, you realize they're identical. Why am I going to do that? I'm not going to do that. No one's going to do that. No one buys the DVD of the seasons of the Adam West well, Batman show. They, they don't watch them be, They all. don't because there were legal hurdles preventing them from getting the seasons out on DVD. Yeah, I guess uh, there's a whole bunch of, like, rights that go Yeah, there are a bunch of rights issues. Yeah. I uh, I have watched all of the episodes. Uh, and yeah, it, it gets grading after a few. It's the same thing over and over because they had to churn out like 150 episodes. And you're gonna just kind of write the same thing over and over. Yeah, just like this. Yeah, just just just, just like, like what we're just, doing. Just like Dark Side's Couch. <laughs> just like Dark Side's Couch. The same stupid socialism comments every fucking time. Uh-huh. Uh, which, so, which, by the way, is the best way to run a society. Yes, yeah, that's the way to do your society. We're living in a society. Thank you, George. Yeah, alley-oop. That's what that was. <laughs> I, did so, that. I did all that on purpose just for you yep. to press the button. It's got to lead to that. Well, sometimes it just give you what you want just to move things along. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, they pursue Joker. Joker hides in the smoke box, which I guess mm-hmm. is a part of the... It's the very, very front of the of the train. Mm-hmm. He's clam bacon. Yeah, he's clam bacon in there. And uh, so uh, Batman and Robin, I guess, just give up, even though they know the Joker's around. Yeah, they, they know he's at, yeah, he's at the train yard, clearly. Yeah, how far could he possibly have run? But yeah, they nope. don't look very hard. They, don't, they, don't, no. they, they give up pretty quickly, Batman and Robin. <laughs> well, they, they do have a rule of three that they like to follow. They give, you, like, give you two chances to repent. They're like, he's, well, I mean, Batman's got to go to work, right? Yeah. And like Robin's got to go to school. The only like, way they can maintain this is if they have strict deadlines. Yeah, like they got to. Like after 1030, you can commit any crime you want. We're not going to pursue you. You know, a lot of these, like how a lot of these panels, Robin looks like he's 20. Yeah, I don't know that they'd really settled on an age at this point. I think now he's a man. Like in this panel, he's got some good definition on his yeah, arms. Yeah, he looks like I'm saying he looks like a man now. Would you guys ever go on a train ride? Like one of those long train rides? Uh, I took a Greyhound bus to Seattle. Not the same thing. Uh, I mean, yeah, one I of would. the nice ones where you do like a little roomette. Yeah, I would. I potentially would. I actually, I was reading an article recently about somebody who did one of those roomettes and it's like, it's like 50 square feet. It's real teeny tiny. That's yeah. fine. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess, you know, am I just going there and turning around? What am I doing? No, uh-huh. it's, so, it's usually like a four or five day trip yeah. to wherever where you're going. And well, Chicago's a hub. 
Chicago is a hub. Where am I going? Am I going to the southwest? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to climb one of those uh, plateaus. You can go to the southwest. You can go to the northeast. You can see where they filmed all those Roadrunner cartoons. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what I want to say. That's a big tourism trap because of that. Another big uh, tourism trap is when they paint the black uh, doorway on the side of a brick wall and make you think that you can actually go through it. That's why I don't get on trains. I'm terrified of that being the case. I'm sure it happens all day, every day. Yep. Trains are just constantly slamming into brick walls that coyotes painted black. Uh But Big Train doesn't want to let us know. Yeah, Coleman yeah. is behind us. Yeah, the, yeah, that's why the uh, the auto industry knows. That's why they try to save us by stopping all money yeah, buying, from going yeah. into trains. Buying the train lines and just shutting them down. Mm-hmm. People are slamming lives. into brick walls left and right. Roadrunners are just doing whatever the fuck they want. Uh-huh. Nobody's stopping any of this. Defying God. Yep. The only one who's making out for this is the Acme Corporation. Dogs and cats living together. Yeah. Uh, so then... Uh, Gordon gives uh, Batman and Rob another chance to mm-hmm. fuck up again yep. and uh, says, hey, I got another clue. It's a plain sock and a metal arrow. Oh, uh, well, Gordon shouldn't have any room to talk. I mean, he's relying on these two goofs. <laughs> he didn't even try. He just <laughs> immediately called up Batman. All right. No, no effort whatsoever. Yeah, he's just like his job is to just kind of hang out and like see what Batman and Robin are doing. Yeah, More he's just a secretary for Batman. He's just like, what do you need? I got the entire police budget at your disposal. What do you want yeah. me to do, buddy? Rob? Uh, and he nods at Robin. <laughs> just share a nice nod. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Batman deduces that this is a reference to like an like a an airfield, like a a, a plane place. What do you call it? Is that an airfield? That's an airfield. Yep. Right? Airfield. Yeah, airfield. Airfield. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, Ra- uh, Joker's trying to uh, maybe rob a plane, something like that, maybe. Yeah, so what he does is uh, he convinces uh, an airplane that they have to land because Gotham is about to get hit by a hurricane. You'd think they the, the pilots The meteorologists would, would know, or yeah. Or like the pilots would be like, there's no clouds, <laughs> you know, yeah. like whatever. Nope. So they land, and uh, but Batman already knows what Joker's up to, and Joker's like, oh, shit, I should just like escape right now. Yeah, so Joker jumps in, uh, I guess, the balloon, you know, and he's going to use this balloon, the weather balloon, to uh, fly him up to the getaway blimp. Because his henchmen have a getaway blimp. I can see why he's robbing so much. Uh, No, he's actually Joker. Is this why there were so many blimps in Batman, the movie? Yeah, because blimps are cool. Blimps are pretty cool. I got to give them that. Yeah, the turtles Uh, had a blimp. They sold it at They did. I had that, I think. It was inflatable. You had to blow it up. It was just I'm a sure that I'm sure that thing got destroyed pretty quick. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and then we see Batman pulls out a gun. Well, he grabs the gun uh, from... Because like, uh, there's a, a ranger who's just running up to shoot the Joker. And Batman yeah. goes, give me that gun. And he and he grabs it and aims it. And Robin looks horrified as he shoots the Joker in the face. Yes, yes. This was before uh, Batman holding a gun was a big problem. Uh, no, but he so. doesn't. He, uh, mm-hmm. he just shoots the balloon. Yep. But also dropping Joker to his death where Robin is horrified that... Well, no, he, he berates Robin because he's like, Robin, why didn't you understand that when a weather balloon bursts automatically, a weather balloon will burst automatically at 12 miles and then the box transmitter has a parachute attached to it. Why the hell didn't you know that, Robin, you dunce? Yeah, right? Why am I paying for all those schools? Yeah, seriously, private school? And you don't fucking, you don't know shit about black boxes and parachutes? But you see in another panel, uh, when Batman grabs the gun, Robin goes, Batman, uh, you, he'll be killed. Like he's, uh, but, he's, but he also grasps 
a Batman's arm to the point where his muscles just like bulge. And yeah, look at that. He's, I'm a 20-year-old man. <laughs> Definition. I can't He's... tell if you miss being 20 or you're lusting after him. Uh, I do miss being 20. I mean, those things kind of blur together, honestly. Uh, being like... a young man again, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, I could make all the exact same mistakes. Uh-huh. Well, I just I want to do all that stuff over. I'm just gonna, I'm doing to just do it all again, just faster. You should do it for your fortieth. Which well, is be a be, I mean, a, be, a, be a, a a psychotic who does drugs. Hey, listen, that's twelve years away. I'm not gonna remember that. <laughs> not gonna be a long, long uh, since like, I forgot. More like twelve months. Yeah, not even that. It's okay. Way it's okay. No, I'm 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 slowly transitioning to silver fox mode. Uh, I hope you I hope you have a big existential freakout about it. I've been having existential freakouts since I was fucking six years old, and I learned what death was. All right. I learned uh, what death was from Little House on the Prairie. Oh yeah, I learned about uh, scarlet fever making you blind from Little House on the on the Prairie. I and I, I'm pretty sure I got this right. I could be wrong. I've never found it again. But I remember an episode of Little House on the Prairie where a young child. Uh, realized what death was and was frantic and distraught and asked an adult, "What? What if death is just like sitting in a in a in an empty glass in just endless black all around you forever, and you're there for a billion years, and that's just the beginning because it goes on forever? What if that's what death is?" And yep, I thought, is. "What if that is what it is?" Yeah, and I have much. not. I have not been able to rest since. So you didn't watch the rest of the episode to find out what the calming response was? I'll tell you what the calming response is. They said, well, well, son, what happened was uh, 2,000 years ago, we made up this religion. Yes. (laughs) The answer's, son. It tells you exactly what happens when you die. You go to a cloud and play a harp with God. No. The the answer is, son, you don't ever speak that in public again. You're going to look weak. Yeah, son. Yeah. Uh, go to church yourself. and now go to church and pretend to pray like the rest of us. Stuff it down and keep it to yourself. Yep. Uh, so the Joker lands and uh, they just they just handcuff him. I tell you what, that fear of death that goes away once you start working for about ten years. I have had moments where I'm like, this isn't so bad. I'll be dead relatively soon. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think every cares. adult feels that way who has to work for a living. I I had that feeling when I was uh, a busboy at a Coney Island in Michigan when I was like 20 years old. When I was Rob's age. Yeah. I remember I remember having that feeling cuz I did the overnight shift and I would show up at 10 10 p.m. and I'd work through the night and then I'd go to college the next morning and I thought, "Eh, whatever. If I die, it's not so bad." Yep, you're dead anyway. You're not going to remember. Yeah, I mean that terrible. glass. I remember driving to work and kind of hoping I would get in a massive car wreck yeah. just so I wouldn't have to go to work. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I truly remember that. I didn't want to necessarily die from it and I didn't necessarily want to be crippled, but I was hoping that someone would like T-bone me hard enough that I'd go like, well, I'm not going to work for a week. Right. Anything to get out of work. Anything. It was bad. It yeah. was bad. It's really bad. That was a horror show. That was a horrible, horrible experience. Probably violated a lot of laws too because like I was the only one, I was the only buster uh, who wasn't like a probably illegal immigrant. And so nobody was going to rock the boat because nobody wanted to have, you know, uh, nobody wanted to be deported. So uh, I just kind of had to keep my my head down and just deal with it. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Really bad. A lot of mm-hmm. bad labor going on out there. Yep. Still. Uh, and then there's a fantastic little filler comic strip called Casey the Dipshit. Yep. Yep. Uh, we've seen Casey, Casey the cop before. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a little filler comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you missed that advertise. You missed the ad for the garter gun. The garter gun. You know, it's the gun you hide in your in your sexy oh, garter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A little tiny gun. Yeah, brought to you by Walt Disney. Walt Disney's official Davy Crockett Arrowhead charm. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. No, that's that's yeah. 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 You could just sell kids guns back then. Yep. Back yeah. when America was free yeah. for all these yeah. libtards. Yeah. Yeah. It took over with all their woke politics and their lattes. Like keeping kids alive at schools. Yeah, all their all their not wanting horrible massacres of children. What a bunch of libtards. <laughs> the the kids who aren't horribly massacred are gonna grow up tough. Tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like those Eastern European kids that win yeah. all the UFC fights. Awful. Awful. Well, a whole nation of those guys. Uh and then so anyway, Casey the cop. And uh, he's upset because uh, the prisoners are playing a baseball game and he doesn't like them enjoying themselves. Yeah, so he grabs one of those baseball bats and kills one of the prisoners. <laughs> and that's it. He was trying to escape. Yup, yup, yup. There's another ad. I don't think we need to talk about it, but we probably do. Well, here's a, here's a comic where, uh, about that it was the, uh, where the CIA got the idea to uh, torture prisoners. Yeah, there's a little comic where some guys are, uh, for, they tied up a dude to a chair and they're forcing him to listen to some uh, horrible music, I guess, but he turns out that he likes it. I think it was like a commercial for like some kind of... It is an ad. It's a paid ad. Cream? Yeah, it's an ad for some sort of cream, so they just blast like, I guess, the cream jingle So they guy. try to cuck him with the music, but it turns out he's into it? Oh, I they... guess it's like a pomade, like a, a hair gel. How were they, how were they cucking him? I, th- I don't know. I think they're trying to break him for some reason. Well, so shit. They're, so they're just playing this song over and over right. again. And I then don't... he was rescued by the police? Right. I'm confused as to how Shay thought that was cucking him, though. Because they're doing something in front of him in order to make, like, drive him crazy. And... No, that's not what cucking means, Shay. You have to you have to fuck a guy's girl while he, well, the other guy no, knows No, I know what it. literal cucking is. Mm-hmm. I was using it, met, like. Well, literal cucking is a bird raising an, another bird's uh, <sighs> tiny baby birds. Yeah, stepdads are cucks. You heard it from James. That it's, I mean, that's a, that's an interpretation. That's a fair interpretation. I mean, you know what else is cucking uh, by that d- definition is babysitting, which is yep. what our next comic is about. Yep, babysitting is for cucks. This is a uh, buzzy in. Uh, do you know how to be a good babysitter? Right, and here it, it, a buzzy asks uh, Susie about mm-hmm. how to be a good babysitter. What are the rules? And she goes, "I'll tell you the rules. First yeah. and foremost, if it's a boy, you can have sex with him if he's over the age of twelve, Jesus and Christ. you can have sex with both the parents. But I'm a girl, so the rules are different. Yeah, it's you, all right for her. You, as a boy, can only have sex with the parents. <laughs> you need to restrain yourself a little bit. Uh huh. And those uh, are the rules of babysitting. Well, she gives uh, she gives him a bunch of rules about uh, you know bedtimes and things like that, and he follows them. And then he calls her from the house where he's babysitting and he says, I really am following all these rules. And she says, oh, you're sure following everything to the letter. And then she hangs up and she fucks Buzzy's brother instead. Yep. The guy she's babysitting because he's 12. (laughs) Fucking nerd following all these rules. Who's that Buzzy? Hang up on him. (laughs) Uh, She fucking ace freely. And she's (laughs) yeah, right. His little hand smacks her on the ass. Do you have a shitty little brother who follows all the rules? Fucking square. And you fuck his girl. Make some noise. That's what he says when he's like fucking her. I mean, I've, instead of I've saying my that. name, I've done that. You know, whatever. It's fine. He's got a little. He's got a little soundtrack of uh, just people cheering in the background. Sure, yeah, shout it out loud is just playing in the yeah. background. <laughs> I will shout it out loud. You got to have a party. I'm That's a rock fa- and roller. That's my favorite backup track. Backup. Backup lyric. <laughs> Someone yelling out, you gotta have a party. Yeah. You gotta. Well, it was Frat Rock. 
Everybody made party noises. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So uh, we're going to move on from that. That was yep. not good. Yep. Uh, the next story is uh, called Doom on Channel 14, also written by Bill Finger, art by Sheldon Moldoff and Charles Paris, assigned to Bob Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it book... really doesn't say Bill Finger yeah. at all, does it? No. How'd they get away with that? Because they didn't. DC didn't know that it wasn't actually Bob Kane doing it. Wouldn't he... Bill Finger eventually just be like, you know, I actually wrote all that stuff. You got to yeah, watch the documentary, eventually. man. Yeah, Bill and me, me and Bill, was my Bill, buddy like Bill. A little, was he like a little bitch? No, he no, he, he got, got just got fucked. He just yeah, got but fucked. like if he he kept making them, right? And he never but got credit. He, he, he got paid. the Kirby treatment, but worse. He needed to get. You got to get paid. And Bob what? Kane went to DC and said uh, he made them sign an agreement that all Batman work would always be credited to him and solely him. And DC oh, had no no re- DC had no reason to doubt that that was true because he's the one who showed up with everything. So it's like, okay, yeah, I guess. And then it turned out to be uh, total horseshit, and he just had a team of ghost writers and ghost artists and he would hand it off to him. Smart. I believe I heard stories of like editors would come to Bob Kane uh, in the studio and say, hey, can you revise this thing, change this panel, change that panel? And then he would have to like go home because he couldn't let anybody see that he wasn't actually doing it. He would like go home and covertly reach out to one of his ghost artists and have them do it overnight. And turn uh, it <laughs> that's pretty, that's fucking, that's pretty asshole. devious. Asshole. Hey, uh, hey, he made the deal. Yeah, he made he made a shitty, shitty, awful deal that that ruined a lot of people's lives. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but he died before he got his comeuppance. So who's the real winner? Well, he who was it that said they they punched him in an elevator at a comic convention? Like I can't remember who it was. I think we talked about this before. I did it. Yes, someone in like the '80s socked him in an elevator. Me and Stan Lee jumped him. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and Stan Lee and Stan. Luckily, I I beat him up using the Marvel method. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You beat him up first, and you came up with a reason later. (laughs) Yeah, as I was beating, yeah, I was beating him. Then Stanley was writing my dialogue. That's how you got out of trouble in in junior high school. Uh Your Honor, causing trouble. I wasn't getting in fights. I was using the Marvel method. Yeah, the Marvel method is also when you tag team your babysitter with Stanley. (laughs) Yeah, but he takes all the credit for it. He's taking all the credit for making her come. Look at my. I was eating her. I was gobbling her ass. Look at my giant schlong, true believer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think could fill a bank. <laughs> and good luck fitting this in a vault. Excelsior. <laughs> I love this new Stanley that we've invented. <laughs> new Stanley with his, his giant monster dong. Right. Every time he does anything like fucked up, he calls it the Marvel Method. As he kicks over a stroller. <laughs> Just runs down the street. <laughs> I can do anything. <laughs> I'm beloved. I made Iron Man 1. <laughs> I created Thor. I personally hired Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> I'm his dad. <laughs> yep, I'm Morton Downey. Um, all right. So Doom on Channel 14. So this is another story uh, where Batman apparently wants to be a celebrity more than a crime fighter. And he's on a show called You Can't Beat the Law, and they're uh, reenacting a famous uh, bust that, that Batman and Rob did. Mm-hmm. Where uh, they're while reenacting it, I guess at some point during the actual crime, the, 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 the mobster they're chasing after is climbing a light bulb wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a plink, it looks like a Plinko wall. Right, and but it's not a real mobster. No, and this is also filmed live for some reason. Well, no, because everything was filmed live back in the day. Yeah, and uh, like in wrestling, uh, Batman is calling the spots. 
He's calling the spots because he remembers what happened and this actor sucks. Yeah, well, I don't think they ever went over it. Like, once again, Batman has a job during the day and Robin goes to school, so they probably had no time to rehearse. Well, Batman seems to know his lines. It's this other right. guy who doesn't. All right, well, he's feeding him his lines. He's making it up as he goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody was there. Nobody can yeah. verify that this was true. Yeah, we see yeah. that these people are watching storefront TVs because back then TVs cost $150. And how much would that be today? Let's find out. Yeah, let's find uh, out. Uh, inflation calculator. Yeah, what year was this comic? 1956. All right, so we'll use that. If, if, if in 1956 I purchased an item for, what was it, $150? That was, yeah. That's how much it was on sale. On sale. So right now that would be just a hair under a, oh, no, that'd be $1,600. Oh, my God. So that was a $1,600, and that was on sale. Originally, Dude. it was $270, which would have been, uh, I don't even want to know. Oh, my. Three grand. $3,000 for that is, TV. But that's what TVs cost nowadays. Like, that's actually, that's in, in keeping. That's actually scaled with inflation. Is that seriously how much TVs cost now? No. Yeah. That's what my TV cost. What? Yeah. My I TV bought. costs not that at all. Fair. There I are bet, cheaper ones, but. I've had the same TV for like 12 years. Yeah, well, I, I want I did all up the, until recently. I got to have that OLED. I got to have that 4K OLED with the HDR rendering. I got to have all of it. I got to have all of it. No, because if it's I get It's also like, very thin. Nope, that's what TVs cost. That's the it's real... Terrible. No, you can get cheap. You can get cheaper TVs that are okay, but that's only if you're all right with crushed blacks, and I am not. I uh, bought this one that I'm using now for like 100 bucks. Yeah, no, I remember this. I remember this happening uh, uh, at the Best, at the best Buy. I don't yeah, think it was 12 him. years ago. Yeah. I well, I think they're giving me a bunch of stuff for free. I think the best that, that guy just didn't care. I think he just wanted to close up shop. Learned that from my nose in the middle of the day. He had to get to his second job as Batman. <laughs> yeah, Batman Dude, works at a Best Buy. I got too many things going on. I got to rehearse this fucking show. Right. I got to yeah. go fight crime. Well, here, best so, Buy is a side hustle. So yeah. apparently uh, the the crime, the bus they're reenacting of this criminal, this well, they're doing this because that particular criminal is about to be executed, and mm -hmm. Batman is thrilled from he's that prospect. fine with the fact that he's about to die. I mean, technically, that would mean Batman killed him. Yeah, well, I mean, technically, it means he's responsible, but I think, I think it's kind of quite the opposite. Technically, he gets away with saying he didn't kill him, even though he did. He did. He arrested him, knowing full yeah. well that this society was going to execute him. <laughs> We're living in a society. Uh... Yeah, Batman actually says it's the very fact that he is going to be executed tomorrow that might sway other would-be criminals from following in his footsteps. And All that's right, why that's, that's Batman's philosophy, right? We just right. heard him say it. How come he doesn't kill criminals then? Again, this is a, this is a very different era. I'm, if, if Batman killed criminals, wouldn't that really fucking deter them from committing crimes? Again, this is the Batman of 1956, who was, I guess, a little bit more loose about these kind of things. Very conservative Batman. Also, do you really get the death this, sentence for robbing a bank? Is no. this Comics Code era? Uh, yes. I think the I think this is maybe right around the time it kicked in. But I the think fact I that I saw the ad for it, the little, uh, little, little when did the comics shield? code authority uh when was it created you can just look at the cover too 1954 so it was a couple years in so it's surprising to me that he even got to use that rifle to shoot down the balloon right when he killed know, the joker yeah, right yeah when he killed the joker or he shot uh, in the spine he said this one's for barbara 
So yeah, this is the point of time where the criminals can't even be seen enjoying themselves. Like they, the criminals have to hate crime themselves. Yeah, but really, it's they're uh, the they're the politicians and the uh, the corporate CEOs, and they're having a great time. Great. Yep. Actually, that's not true because Mitch McConnell looks really upset all the time. I think a lot of people, a lot of politicians, and a lot of uh, you know high end CEOs and everything. I think they're actually pretty miserable. He just looks like a turtle. He looks like a turtle. I don't think he's having a great time. I don't think he likes his life. I don't think Mitch McConnell enjoys sex. No, I don't think he can. I I don't know that he's ever had sex. Yeah, I mean, I don't don't think so as a as a turtle man. I mean, who would have? I mean, I can't see him like he's married. I can't see him getting the passion up. Well, yeah, yeah, I can't see him getting much up. He's not bursting through any vaults. You know what I'm saying? I don't see him like pulling down his wife's panties. No, yeah, with his mouth, yeah, getting down see, in there. I'm not seeing him building elaborate models to put his dick in, in no, uh, no. safes. Yeah, sniffing, sniffing her crotch like uh, Ace the Bat Hound. Yeah, of course he. No, playing... he pulls his head out of his shell and then shoves it inside of her. So. Nah. <laughs> it, Super. You gross. know, though, the bank model would take on a different meaning for Mitch McConnell because his would be the Federal Reserve and he'd be distributing jism like like uh, inf- inflation. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's a big fan of inflation. Yeah, he, look at me. He's printing his own money. Yeah. This, this is a tip. This is typical shit where they uh, they say one thing in public, but it, behind the closed doors, they're complete hypocrites about it. Yeah. Yeah. Loving inflation back then. It's pro wrestling. Loving inflation. Loving inflation back there. Yeah. It's like pro wrestling. Uh, so anyway, so this is why Batman and Rob uh, agreed to participate in this reenactment, because I guess they thought that they were the only ones who could successfully reenact this i guess and part of it was uh part of it was like the criminal himself has a closed circuit television in his cell where he can watch it as well this was his last request before he dies was to watch his capture being recreated right, but we know why later on we uh why, yeah we, we why he wanted that yeah we do and this plot's kind of complicated uh so as they're reenacting this we also find out that they never got the money back that the dude stole Yep, it was a hundred thousand dollars. Like that's like the money everyone steals in this comic. Like every story had something to do with a hundred thousand dollars. Because it was the yeah. biggest number they had at the time. That's a lot of money. It was the biggest. It was all they had. Let's see, what was that? What was that uh, in modern days? I think we know. Like back then, the only money they had was two thousand dollars. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, they could only scrape up about two G's. Uh, Person's item for a hundred thousand dollars. It would cost. 1.1 million oh today. my god all right all right so that's that the equivalent sense. of a little over a million bucks that they stole god damn dude yeah so uh but they can't find it they and and they know the money's got to be somewhere where they found the guy but they just can't find it all right yeah maybe it was hidden in that like that smoke compartment the joker was in they didn't <laughs> look like, at ah, that's a hundred thousand dollars in here with me uh so you know whatever they they keep going along uh filming this uh movie uh, they have to run from one set to another because they're doing it all live. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yep. pretty fun. Yep. And uh, Batman, all, while he's doing all this, he's also trying to solve the murder. He's also trying to solve the mystery. Yeah, because all he cares about, he doesn't mind that the state is putting a man to death. He's concerned about getting that money back. I have to make that bank whole. Yeah, <laughs> I have to make sure that it holds the fabrics of our society together. All right, without money is the most important thing in the world, Robin. <laughs> That's all a, that matters. As a rich white man, I can tell you. Yeah, that's Bruce uh, Wayne talking, not I, Batman. I inherited this money, but, I, but my ingenuity kept it. I kept it. 
That means I deserve it. It's manifest destiny. It's my yes. money, Robin. It's he is mine. a self-made man, even though he came from <laughs> yes. millions, if not billions of dollars. <laughs> he, he always makes sure that Robin understands that it's his money. I like it when like, like, like Robin's like hanging out in the Batcave and Robin and Batman just throws a, like some papers at him. He goes, is this adoption papers? He goes, no, it's an NDA. <laughs> Batman just throws money into caverns in the cave. Just, just so Rob knows how little it means to him. Yeah. So well, actually, uh, no, we found out that money is the only thing that matters to him. He yes. affords it. That's right. So all of a sudden, in the middle of all of this, uh, some some gangsters burst in on the movie and they start taking the actors hostage. Yep. And they mention that they're working for the real guy, the actual yeah, the, criminal. Yeah, the mm -hmm. guy who's in jail watching on a closed circuit. And here we see two old people melting like the Nazis at the end of Indiana right, Jones. Indiana Jones, yeah, yeah. They're having a great time watching this. It's the last moment of their life. Uh, yeah. They're going to die fucking. They're looking at each <laughs> other with love in their eyes. Yeah, she, gonna... leans, she leans over to him and she whispers, go get the bank model. <laughs> One last time. One last go around. I could really fill up that vault. You sure can, honey. You, get, you might get up to six milliliters. Well, they don't. They see they're, 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 what's really happened is that they don't have any children, so they have a suicide pact. As everyone should. Yeah. You need to find someone you trust and create a murder suicide pact with them. Yep. Uh, I'm so su I'm surprised that doesn't happen. You know what? Maybe that will happen more now because so many people of our generation are not having children. Uh, well, then I think that they're not having children so they can enjoy their lives more. So, yeah, but they get to a certain age, though. They don't want to succumb to the diseases of, of the elderly. So, like, they, they're, they're, I think we're going to see a lot of married couples killing themselves in the future. Together? That's, that's yeah. pretty romantic. Mm -hmm. Not super romantic, no. I think that it's going to become so common that they have to start changing the laws to deal with it. Change the laws so that you can't kill yourself? No, so that uh, it's not against the law to kill yourself with your spouse. Like, you can, like, have a special You're dead. What does it matter if it's illegal or not? Uh, yeah, it's, it's illegal to kill yourself, Shay. And and in your, I know they have, uh, what was it, assisted suicide laws, in they, but the, the controversy in, in some European countries is they're starting to get rid of those so you can get assisted suicide. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's been going on. But I'm just saying, like, it doesn't matter about decriminalizing it in general, because if you're going to commit suicide with somebody... No. Oh, I see where the confusion is. Shay, uh, you're thinking of earthly law. We're talking about heavenly law. Mm -hmm. and, and also, that's... I want to I open up a business to help the elderly kill themselves. Yes. <laughs> really got to clear up some of this red tape so I can get my business off the ground here. All right, that's a good... I want to get on the ground floor of that industry. Mm -hmm. That's going to be... If they ever clear that up, that is going to be a big industry. And since they don't have any kids to claim them, we can just throw them into an incinerator. Yeah. Who's going to check? Yeah. I'm well, not going mean, to check. I, I mean, I'll sign the paperwork or whatever. Or they'll yeah. sign it. Be like, yeah, just incinerate us. I don't care. Throw my, when I'm dead, throw my body in the trash. Who cares? And then I'm going to turn it into a high-grade concrete. Sell it back to the, the manufacturing industry. I mean, that's just recycling. That's a mm -hmm. good thing to do for the planet. If you care look about me, the planet. Look at me saving the economy. Saving the economy, saving the planet. All right, keeping that Social Security and Medicaid down. So the plan here is that they're going to kill these actors unless the Batman tells the governor to release the criminal from death row. And uh, Bill, Bob Kane goes to Bill Finger and says, can you draw the most stereotypical mobster-looking guy you possibly could? He goes, I sure can. More stereotypes, more fedora. Yeah, that man is straight out of Dick Tracy. Yes. Yeah. Can we get some more pinstripes on that suit? 
Yeah, right. Add more stripes. Can you move his mouth further to the right? Yes. He can twist out of the side of his head. It's like uh, his mouth is a typewriter and it's got that thing that moves across. You know, you yes. got to slam back into oh, place yeah, every time yeah. you like God, reach I wish, you could, I wish you could still do that. I'm sure there's an app for that. Yeah, well, you just swipe it on your phone. Yeah, I need to attach it. Yeah, I attach it to the top of my phone. No, no, it's just it's just the screen. No, I I need the physical tactile thing. I'm gonna need to connect it to the USB. Oh, look at look at Mr. Flip Phone over here. I mean, they sell keyboards that are set up like old typewriters, so you get that tactile feeling. But I need the bar to go across, and then I need to go whoop and smack it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a secretary on an episode of Murphy Brown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, so anyway, uh, Batman and Robin, they start chasing down these criminals. They run through some sets from some other uh, shows, having yeah, a great time. A, and there's a jungle show where the cast is all white. There's a jungle yeah. show. <laughs> yes. Well, the, the historically accurate jungle show. Yeah, two things and, you uh, can't have on TV at the time. Pregnant women and black guys. Yeah. Or toilets. No toilets. I don't want to see that toilet. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess so. No toilets. You couldn't have toilets and you couldn't have married couples sharing a bed. So they had two oh, separate yeah, beds. Oh, yeah, they did, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, Batman gets captured. Well, they string up Robin first, and they cut his throat right in front of Batman. No, they don't. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. What they do is they hurry up the story. And then and they, they, what he does is he asks the mobster, goes, what's up with your mouth? He's like, I had a stroke. <laughs> so uh, they, they put Batman on live TV, and Batman just says, you know what? Uh, I value my life. Hey, Governor, I'm calling in a favor. Let that guy out of prison. I mean, technically, it's what he should have done anyway. Is just to exonerate the guy? I mean, no, just, uh, I mean, there's like, he was going to kill like 10 people. Like, yeah, they should have let him out of jail. They could always catch him later. I, I, I guess, but then you set a precedent that everybody can just do this. Right, but that's part of Batman's plan. Yeah, he gotta, he's got to keep the crime going. Right. I love how like he all he's saying is like, hey, release that guy from jail. I don't want to be killed. And everyone is calling him a coward for it. Well, in fairness, he's, his whole brand is uh, I am an unkillable stalker of the night. No, all he's saying is like kill, get him getting killed and these all these 10 people getting killed isn't worth keeping this guy on death row. And he's right. That is not the way he framed it. He I'm cowered saying, in fear. I understand that, but like that's really all he's saying. Well, he calls like it being in reasonable. The governor, who's apparently hanging out at the Joker's apartment, yeah. uh, <laughs> watches TV and he just goes, "Ah, oh, well, Batman said let him out." What am I? I tell you what, to make the Joker scary, he was hanging out at the governor's apartment. Yes. He was just there when the governor wasn't there, <laughs> drinking Chardonnay. He's just drinking his shit and eating his food <laughs> and watching his TV. So uh, they let the guy go. And then uh, Batman and Robin managed to escape by knocking over a wind machine. You know, that'd be a good plot for a, 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 a comic. Is like they're trying to find the Joker and they don't know where well, we're he is. We're going back to this. And it turns right. out that he's just staying at the governor's house. And the governor's never there because he's working trying to find the Joker. Yeah, he's neglecting his family. Yeah, and the Joker's just been there the whole time. <laughs> So they knock over this wind machine and they use it to take out some of these crooks. And uh, Batman starts piecing the mystery together. And uh, mm-hmm. they go to the location. Is it now? They go to the real location or the uh, the they go to the real location. One. They go to the real location where this happened, and they find that the crook has gone there to go pick up his money. Yeah, it turns out that uh, when he committed the original crime, that got him on death row. Apparently, yeah. That all he did was throw the bag somewhere. Well, again, cause this is comic code of where, like, they would tell you if you were found w- within six miles of weed, you were going to go to the electric chair. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. 
So apparently there was a dude who was going on vacation, a doctor who we didn't we didn't hear mentioned elsewhere in the book. Yeah. I was very confused about this, but apparently there was a little bag switcheroo. He had an empty black doctor's bag that he was just carrying around. Yeah, and so they swapped them, and so that dude went to Europe with all the money uh, and le- left behind an empty bag. No, no, it was like a storage what? facility. That's where it was. He kept he left his oh. bag at the storage facility. And so he just put the money there instead. This part was really confusing. It was because it was bad. (laughs) I have to say, like I said at the top of the show, at least uh, these, uh, you know, mainstream comic books were coherent in the 50s as opposed to some of these third party ones. But this kind of fell apart. Well, Batman Batman and Rob catch the the criminal who they release from prison and Batman beats him. Half to death and says, yes. you're going back to death row, you piece of shit. Right on back. And you're going to go on TV and tell people I am not a coward. I'm a strong, macho guy. He like grabs him by the back of his hair and pushes him against the Batmobile. And Robin goes, Rob, get out your phone. And Robin pulls out his iPhone and starts filming Batman with the guy having by the back of his head. And he just says, like, this is what happens to the criminals are trying to fuck with Batman. And then he uses the bat fin on the, the, the Batmobile to decapitate him in front, of, in front of everyone. He goes, put that in your fucking crime show. You doing okay, Mike? You gonna be all right? Yeah. Like, like I, I can come over if you want me to hang out with you tonight. This is I, one of those like I don't want to be alone type nights. I'm just saying that that Batman like yes. who's totally fine with the death penalty. Batman, See, totally a different person, not you at all. Got doesn't it. doesn't <laughs> want this guy to go back the death row because clearly he can just get out with some shenanigans. So now since he wants to prevent crime in the future, that's why he's pro death penalty. Decides to just cut to the end and kill this guy. Using right. the fin from the Batmobile. And and so so he's just going to drive home to the Batcave with just blood and bone yep. and brain on, yep. on his the, the fin of his Batmobile. Yep, and Robin's just like, Robin's fine. Whore. No, he's going to stop by the car wash first. No, he's going to make Alfred clean it up because that's his no, fucking job. No, he's going to make, uh, what's his face? Harold. Harold. Yeah. Harold, uh, Harold Allnut. He's going to make his autistic brother do it. Yeah, Tommy. Oh, Tommy, we should read one of those one day. Yes, oh. I'm surprised we haven't really. I've thought about it. I've thought about it. Um, yeah, how about we like, how about the next Batwheel is all Tom, Thomas, I, I, there may Tommy only, Wayne. There may only be one or two, but I'll look into yeah. it. I'll do some more research on it. Hopefully there's So ten. the next, the next thing in here though, is a quick little like two line story. Oh, let's keep it quick, please. I, I am. I am. Because For the love in of it, God. The, the, the kid breaks a vase, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they say the vase is worth. Se- yeah. He said that will cost you $75. Now, two things here. One, we just learned that that is how much now? $75. $75 like 800 bucks. $75 is uh, $500 billion. Yeah. No, it's $818. God yeah. damn. That's an expensive yeah. vase. Man. The kid just pulls out the money in cash. Yeah. Because he sells yeah. drugs. He sells like, that. He sells that around school. Yeah, and he makes a joke that why couldn't I have sneezed in a five and ten cent store? But then the shopkeep tells him, "Don't worry, this is the fifties. You'll still be able to afford a house with a yard and two cars." Yep, and you can have a job of a man. It's gonna be fine. It's fine. You can work thirty hours a week and you'll be fine. Don't worry. You're not about expected it. to go to school at all. Nope. You don't have to know anything. In fact, it's better if you don't. Yeah, we want a nation of obedient workers. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Working great. Working out. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Add for shitty skates. Casey the cop garbage. is back, and he's Casey a piece of garbage. Back. He's a piece of garbage. Yeah, this dude uh, wants uh, Casey to stop a robbery at his house, but he wants to wait until the robber gets inside the house because he can't get that window open. It's been jammed for a long time, so the robber's going to open it for him. That's so yeah. funny. That is very funny. I love how the cop screams at the guy when he says, wait, don't arrest him now, and he goes, why not? 
what? And starts beating him half to death. Yeah, yep. Billy Club because he has PTSD. Yeah, he, he, he heard a loud noise and he went into animal mode. <laughs> yeah. He went into a protective crouch. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, we really need to do something about that, don't we? We had some fat-ass <laughs> cops back then, too, like now. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's pretty much fat. There seems to be two. There seems to be three kinds of cops. One, you're way too small to be a cop. There's those. Yeah. There is way too fat to be a cop, and then there's the bodybuilder guys. Right, right. Okay, all right. I see that. I mean, that's kind of just the three kinds of people. The men. Well, there's that you also meet in tall, skinny men, but you never see them as police officers. There's probably some like uh, you don't want to be too tall as a cop. There's probably some height restriction issues. There are. There are height restrictions. Yeah. Oh, yes, you but can't be ten feet tall. You know, remember that bodybuilder I, I told yes. you guys about, Ronnie Coleman? He, yeah. his living, he was a police officer. Really? Yeah, he was a for professionally. Damn. Wow. Um, all right. Well, that was dumb. Yeah. Uh, oh, then we got, oh, this. Oh, there's <sighs> a story about. I skipped this. Okay. Uh, so this story is about uh, a guy broke into this dude's house and mm-hmm. beat the shit out of him with a flashlight. Yeah. And decided to throw the money and his uh, stocking cap into the bushes. Yeah. Because he knows he's going to be arrested. Not the George W. Bushes. Uh-huh. Or no. not the not the 90s alt-rock band Bush. Uh-huh. The great 90s alt-rock band Bush. Yeah, it's a tech story called New Gadget to Fight Crime. And if you ask me, it's just more propaganda from the vacuum lobby. Yeah, big vacuum. Yeah, Bissell throwing their weight around. Right, because they know men are buying it to masturbate with. Yep. They got, uh, they got put out of business by the Fleshlight. Sold, you that? sold to us by ChristianLoveToys.com. Well, the the flashlight doesn't have any. Uh, it doesn't have suction, suction, does it? I'm sure there's one that does. I bet there. Uh, it might be dangerous. I don't know. I'm, well, there's, there's settings. The story here is about how vacuum cleaners can be used to fight crime. So uh, this dude, yeah, he assaults a guy, beats him with a flashlight, but he runs away. They find the guy. They say, hey, you know, prove it was me. Prove I was there. And they use a vacuum to uh, find fibers on each of the guy's coats, and they match them. And they mm-hmm. find them, some fibers on the flashlight that he beat his skull in with. And yep. they realize it's him. Yep. I, yep. I, I guess. Like, I, I I can't imagine the scenario that caused somebody to think this was a story worth writing. No, cops don't work that hard. Yeah, yeah well, he's a forensics guy. Like, they have, gets... they have five million other cases from that day alone they have to get to. The forensics guy gets bullied by the cops all day, I'm sure. Yeah, the forensic guy will get to that lab work ten years from now. <laughs> yeah, this is an old case. It was a cold file. Right. He pulled out. All they right. found out that a lot of that like science they use to like measure fibers and compare shit is all bogus. Well, I also think that uh, aren't fingerprints kind of bogus too? Yeah, like, fingerprints really, are, it doesn't really work. Hair samples are totally bogus because they did a blind test with a bunch of these uh, police scientists and they right. gave them the hair of a Labrador, and they're like, "Is this the hair from the crime scene?" They're like, "Yep." Well, like, it's a fucking Labrador, dude. And as, as we learned from the railroading of O.J. Simpson, you can't trust DNA evidence. Nope. That's clearly false. No DNA. Not real. No, nope, not real. There's no such thing as DNA. Nope. Well, I don't know how juiced. I know that because I'm still bald. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? If, D- if DNA was real, they would have figured out some science to fix that shit by yeah, now. Yeah, they did. They... It's called it's called stem cells, but you mm-hmm. can't have them. That's it. Not real. Nope. Must not be real, James. They're not <laughs> doing it. 
They try. They're trying so hard. They're trying so goddamn hard. I worked uh, some conventions with some some doctors who were specifically talking about stem cells, and yeah, they had some. They had a lot of stuff for alopecia and male pattern baldness and everything, but they just can't get it out the door because the FDA won't regulate the stem cells because the puritanical uh, bullshit in America keeps them from doing it. Man, I tell you what, man, if that ever comes out, imagine like you, you could take how like gross I am sexually now. Imagine if I'm still if I become sexy again, where I can actually act those things out. Yeah, we'll raise your tea. You're going to get prostate cancer from it, but that's all right. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, we got one I'm more gonna, story. I'm not going to have time to get prostate cancer because my prostate's going to be too busy being stimulated. Be too busy reading the adventures of the return of Bathound. Yeah, because apparently they had previous adventures. They had one adventure Just one. together. Uh, this is called The Return of the Bathound, also written by Bill Finger, art by Sheldon Maldoff and Charles Paris, all signed to Bob Kane. Yeah. Uh, so this is the second appearance of Ace the Bathound. Yep, who's just the, a dog? The underwear sniffing dog, who is just a dog. Yep. Ten- technically, all dogs are underwear sniffing dogs. Well, uh, I mean, I get the feeling that like Robin caught Bruce Wayne doing some some bizarre stuff with it one day, and, and he just kind of like put this mask on his head and said like, "Hey, the, no, 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 we were, I was training this police dog." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "All right, well, that's you did something." So, I mean, I don't know why Robin would think that's weird. Batman pretty much did the exact same thing to him. <laughs> Yeah, it is a common trope at this time that Robin would always think that Batman was about to fire him or replace him. It was always a misunderstanding, but it really does seem that Batman would rather have this dog. I mean, mm-hmm. and also Batman's a, a known psychotic who's like yes. who's with wild, violent outbursts. Right. No, not not in the fifties. He was just kooky. I just mm-hmm. watched him beat the shit out of a death row in me. All right, so uh, you put a mask on a dog and you want him to fight crime with you. So, all right, you feeling all right, Bruce? You doing yeah. okay? He's like, I'm always fine, Robin. <laughs> always in control. Uh, so in this story, in this story, uh, these bank robbers, now that bank robbers are actually a little more in- ingenious than bank robbers. They're robbing places like uh, phonograph uh, and rec- phonograph record and needle companies to like get the diamond tips and things. Just so th- just so we are aware that the only reason diamonds and precious gems are worth any money is because that's just what the stores sell them at when you try to resell that shit they're practically worthless yeah right yeah diamonds inherently aren't really worth anything although i guess i would say maybe maybe false diamonds scarcity false scarcity scarcity when we're talking about diamonds as far as like jewelry and everything but when you talk about diamonds uh as like uh, industrial use it might actually be semi-valuable not yeah, at but the- how the hell are you selling that shit uh well uh what you'll you be selling you you'll it? be you'll be yeah if you stole you'll be selling it back to people of that industry to use it and they're gonna be on the lookout for your fenced shit well, I guess maybe you, you just... can scrape it off or maybe they have a vat of just crushed oh you melt diamond. it down you yeah, melt it down the diamond but now if it's no longer that needle then it's now just jewelry and you can't sell that back anyway well, it's raw mm. diamond it's raw diamond I'm selling at a discount baby yeah. You can smelt you, this down. What are you doing? You, you can only get the date for a while before you can raw diamond. Yes. Uh, so anyway, uh, these criminals, uh, they have forced a, a dog trainer to use his dog. <laughs> this old man and his dog. <laughs> He's got him. A, there's two guns pointing at him. The dog is like just looking around like, all right. Doesn't care. The old man still wore his finest suit, though, to all these robberies. Yeah, they great. all wore suits. And if that's well, all they wore. They're criminals. Of course, they're wearing suits. But this guy I, got woken up out of bed. I think mean, that's all the clothes they had back then. My dad was even telling me that when he was a kid, he wasn't allowed to wear jeans to school. They had to wear dress clothes mm-hmm. all the time. 
Wow. I mean, I tell you, I stopped wearing jeans for like 10 years. I didn't wear jeans for a long, long time. What? And I, liked, I didn't wear, I had, so for many years, I had two pairs of jeans. One was the, you know, the new pair of jeans, which I'd yep. had for about five years. And one was the old pair of jeans, which I had for about 10 years. And they yep. would just cycle through and yep. I would wear them very infrequently. And I just, I didn't like the feel of the rough denim and everything. And, and I just kind of gave up on it. And then I found the skinny jeans, the stretchy skinny jeans. Yep. And realized, shit, that's actually really comfortable. I love the stretchy skinny jeans. You look like a jackass putting them on or taking them off, but all the time in the middle, fantastic. Great no, experience. No, there's a trick to it. There's like a certain brand now that I get where it's like it's like not – you don't look r- ridiculous taking them on and off now. They just go on easily. I found my brand. I just like a big zipper on the sides. But I still do that where I have the new pair and I have yeah. the old pair, but those are the only two pair of pants I own. Yeah, and even the old pair is is ridiculously old. What did you yeah. wear instead of jeans? Me? Yeah. Um, I had some corduroy. Old I had man some, slacks. <laughs> some old man slacks. I had my suit pants. Well, I had my jinkos. Uh, no, I had like a um, not a cargo black trench coat, <laughs> like a like a burlap. Like what? What's what, what's what's the other fabric? I like his twill. X, his his two X corn t-shirt and he had a bunch of rings on yeah of course khakis are you trying to talk about a pair of khakis i had some flat front khakis yeah um you know i just had an assortment of things um but yeah i mean you don't have to be wearing jeans all the time yeah i do no i do yeah yeah i love jeans old like rough wrangler jeans fuck that i've been wearing the same outfit though for like the last 10 years well yeah because you, you never know when you might see someone who hasn't seen you for a while and you want them to recognize you yeah like that must be Mike. He looks exactly the same. Uh, people from like my life never recognize me from like back before I moved to Chicago. They never yeah. recognize me. I have to they tell just, them who I am. They just think you're an old feeble man who killed the real Mike and stole his clothes. I'm not old and feeble. Fuck you. Like your dick, good, your dick will never fill a bank vault. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so uh, they have this. Dog. How's your How's your small ass wad? You fucking pussy. I'm getting a, I'm getting a good five milliliters out of it. <laughs> I'm filling up that teaspoon. That's about, uh, the only, that's about the only tea you got going on. You little bitch. You corduroy wearing bitch. I got a pretty. I got. I think my tea's probably doing okay. I'm terrified to have it tested. You though. hit a nerve, James. <laughs> yeah. Insulted his manliness. Uh, Mike's already on. Mike's already on suicide watch tonight, so I probably shouldn't have pushed it. Why am I on suicide watch? What the fuck? It's, it seems a little disturbing. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna call you every hour on the hour. How for the is rest that? Of the how night. is that any different from my normal bit? It just seemed to have a little more pepper on it. That's all. Oh yeah, I, just, I, I did. I, I did put pepper on my eggs right before I, I had. Oh, I love a good egg. That could be it. So anyway, uh, they're forcing this dude to have his dog uh, sneak into places and open uh, locks and things, which is weird because like there's no combinations to any of these things. Like nope, everything's just it's just a, just, it's just yeah, a how bar. Do, how do the um, how do the owners of the factory get inside? <laughs> yeah, apparently there's a key, but it only works one way. No, I mean no, because no, they, no, they, they just, saying, yeah, they just put a bar over a door. But once you like, someone is going to have to still be inside. I guess the owners have their own dog. 
<laughs> that does the same. <laughs> right. They send a dog in. What if it's the same dog? And this is what the <laughs> dog does. Oh, during he's the double day. dipping. He's yeah. double dipping. Yeah, his boss yeah. wouldn't like that. Everyone's got jobs. Yeah, everybody's got everyone, a side hustle. Everyone contributes to the family in the fifties. <laughs> yes, every, everyone. Everyone had a gig. Uh, so they open this uh, door up and they go to rob the place. But in order to uh, the, the the dude, the owner of the dog, he pretends like he's going to turn off the alarm, but really he's going to turn on all the test phonographs and make a big racket and hope that Batman and Rob hear it. Let's go over this real quick. So, like, uh, these two sure. criminals, they kidnap this old man who's a dog trainer, right? Mm-hmm. And he has a wonder dog that can do a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. All, all, even though he's at gunpoint, right, and they're forcing him to do this, they still treat him like he's a member of the gang. Yeah, they want to bring him in. They want to bring him into the fold. Because they're like, hey, go turn off the alarm, will you, bud? We're going to turn around. And then they open yeah. up a safe, and they see my dick filling it up. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, no, they, they really want to bring him in. They want, don't want him to feel alienated. It's like, hey, buddy, go do this thing. Well, he goes, uh, yeah, and then he just sets off the alarm. Well, the first thing he does. Well, and, they don't blame, and they don't blame him for it either. Because they think he fucked up. They just think he fucked up and they don't want to make him feel bad. They're like, ah, oh, you goof, you should have had the dog do it. You ever have that happen at work where you screw something up and everyone just feels bad for you, so that instead of chastising you, they kind of like let you off the hook? Yep, so that's like, why uh, throughout my entire professional career, I have used psychological tricks to yeah. make, people, like, make people like me, like cult things. Yes. And yes. I do that for that specific reason. So whenever don't, I fuck yeah. up, everyone defends me, everyone comes to my no. aid, everyone makes excuses for me, and don't, I've been doing it forever. Don't let me off the hook. I need to be screamed at. It's the only way I'll learn. I need negative reinforcement. Yeah, I, I don't give a shit. I'll never learn. I'll never get better, but I'll have no. plenty of people going to my defense about how great I am. Well, this is where we differ, because I think the only reason I've ever accomplished anything in life is out of spite. Out of yeah. people telling me, of course, James can't accomplish that. And then I would just change my entire life. No, I, just, I, I use trickery. <laughs> I'd move to different places and start new jobs that I didn't want just to prove that I could do it. No, you got to use uh, cult think and manipulate people into doing what you want. Yeah, I could have done that. I mean, I'm tall enough. People always believe the tall guy. Yep, they sure do. You're yeah. wasting your you're wasting your potential, James. Yeah, wasting my honesty. gift. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, all right. Uh, so Batman and Rob they hear this this racket coming from this phonograph uh, plant, and they go and they investigate. But by the time they get there, everybody's gone. Yep, and they're like, let's just give up like we did with the Joker all those times. Yeah, we got to give them a couple chances to kind of just like feel it out. I love how Batman's costume back then, like they gave him little, e- like the ears look like ears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they should look like ears. I know, but like now they're just like horns. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's it's varied. Then we had uh, Kelly Jones Batman who had those long foot and a half uh, long ears that projected from the top of his skull. I always enjoyed that. Yep. He always got stuck places. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't get into get into hallways and everything. And then yeah, and you imagine know. the goal would be to have really small ears so you don't get well, stuck. Well, that's what Jim yeah. Lee gave him. Jim Lee gave him tiny little stubby ears. But then you have a cape that's always getting stuck in doors. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a yeah. problem. It's almost Can't like Batman. Win. It's almost like Batman's stupid. Well, uh, Christopher Nolan actually did ask uh, David Goyer when they were writing The Dark Knight, or maybe even when they were writing Batman Begins, does Batman need to have a cape? No. Like, well, they, he was told, yes, he does. And that was the reason he abandoned it. But there was a point where, where he was entertaining Batman doesn't have a cape because it's impractical. So they had to come up with logical reasons for him to have it because uh, David Goyer was insisting he needs the cape. And Chris Nolan was saying, well, if he's going to have the cape, it has to have a reason. And so, you know, that was kind well, of it's, the, the basic the reason give the reason? I don't remember. A glider. Glider. Yeah, glider. You can Which hide is the reason, in there. It's the reason he has it in the comics, though. It's not that well, big eventually. of a stretch. Eventually, yeah. At the time, it just looked cool. Oh, all right. Well, it did it? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks great. They could have gave him the Batman Beyond wings that like fold into his costume and then unfold when he needs them. That was what Nolan thought about for the Dark Knight for how he would drive on the Bat Pod. Yeah. He didn't want to get his cape caught in there. And they ended up just like giving the the stunt driver a slightly shorter cape. But for a moment there, they're like, why doesn't it just retract into like a backpack? So I Mm -hmm. thought about it. Or like, oh, he's driving the Bat Pod and he just gets sucked from the the drift from his cape. Yep. And just flip backwards. (laughs) Yeah. Yep, and hits one of those wily e. Coyote brick walls that he thought was an opening. Right, and then yeah. because of that, Batman never had time to kill all those people sleeping in their parked cars. No. <laughs> well, you know, if you're going to be Batman, you're going to kill a couple people. We he was just as menacing as the Joker. He caused so much property damage in those movies. You gotta have some. Pro- you gotta have a scene where a bunch of cars get flipped over. Some, at least he didn't kill those people like uh, the Robert Pattinson Batman did, where he yeah. murdered all those people on the mm-hmm. road. What a great movie. Uh, so. <laughs> It's so, not. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. I agree. So Perfect. Batman and Rob are uh, investigating this, and they uh, why do they 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 connect this with a dog? Why do they think there's a dog? Paw prints. Uh, they saw paw prints. They're like, hey, hey, Robin, don't we have a dog somewhere? He goes, we know a guy who has a dog. We took once. He goes, let's go back and get that dog. Well, goes, Bruce Wayne doesn't understand the concept of ownership. He thinks everything is his. Hello, I'm Bruce Wayne, and I own everything in this goddamn town, including or, your dog. Or yes. possibly other way around, and that he's more concerned with Ace's well-being because he's that's a rental. Ace is a rental. He yeah. can't screw that up. He already owns Robin. He can do whatever he wants with that. Well, when they go and pick up Ace, they put this mask on him, and it's just a little domino mask. That is, that's a flashback. So in the previous adventure, uh, yeah, they had to put a mask on him because he has a little distinct star mark on his on his fur, on his face. Yeah, and pentagram. Yes, he has a is pentagram. He, is he a devil dog? <laughs> and that dog uh, had been associated with Bruce Wayne. And so in order to keep people from realizing, hey, Bruce Wayne's hanging out with that dog. He must be Batman. They had to put the mask on him. By the way, in the uh, Super Pets movie, anybody know who Ace is voiced by? Kevin Hart. Kevin fucking Hart. Okay. Can't get enough of that guy. I can. He's ever that guy probably has a billion dollars at this point. Yeah. I mean, super dog is the rock. Crypto? Crypto? I'm yep. sure he's a cool guy. I'm t- I just I you know, I he just He seems like he's probably him, a nice guy. He's probably I just super meant in terms cool. of being everywhere. In terms of everywhere, it's the rock and it's uh Pete Davidson and it's uh oh, Yeah, Pete Davidson, I like him. <sighs> I don't know. I, I don't know anything about him. I just know that he upsets people. Which I just like uh, everything Pete Davidson does is just a commentary on Pete Davidson's life. Yeah. Like he doesn't have any material. He just talks about himself, and that's all he does. Sometimes it's all you need. I, I kind of. He seems like a nice guy, but I really want to see that crash and burn. I bet he's a. To- well, that's gonna just gonna add to his act. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's got crash a perfect and, plan. Yeah, crashing and burning and fucking chicks he probably shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. That's his whole deal. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, they decide to go grab Ace from his owner again. And, and, yep, and they just sing. slapped his underwear. Batman pulls his undies off and leave, <laughs> like, leaving just a gray onesie yeah. and just, and then just uh, aggressively just puts it over the dog's face. Give it a whiff. Yep. Just, Do you mind if we borrow your dog? We have a, a criminal dog. We need mauled. <laughs> well, you're not going to get my dog killed, are you? He's like, I don't no. think so. He goes, I don't think so. <laughs> I might get this kid killed, though. Batman squints his eyes thinking about it. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Like, he never occurred, it occurred to him that any of that would happen. He looks at Robin, it's, realizing they put his son in danger. It's because he's a rich white man. He's, he doesn't realize there's danger in the world. He's looking at Robin. I goes, Robin, I think your costume is more like a big target. 
you really should think about putting legs on that, Robin. Who He's gave like, you that? You know, Rob, maybe I should just make you a smaller Batman outfit. Did Alfred give you that? Was that Alfred? That, that he's cre- fucking gone. That creepy pedo. He has been on the bubble for a while. He's gone. Back in the, back in the fifties, we kill people for smoking marijuana. <laughs> yes, as we all know, Alfred, big fan of bonging it up. Yeah, he bongs it up uh, with the laser lettuce. <laughs> with the electric lettuce. Uh, so uh, Batman and Rob take Ace around to a bunch of like dog shows, trying to find this uh, the only dog smart enough to open a door, I guess. And Batman goes, "Hey, creepy guy who's into dog shows, can you tell us if you've seen any extraordinary dogs?" <laughs> well, I believe every dog is extraordinary in its own way. And, ba- and Batman grabs him by the shoulder, and goes, "Hey, hey, guy." Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we don't want any of your creepy shit, all right? All right just, just tell us where me. to find the dog. Answer my question or I'm going to kill you like I did that mobster. I still got his blood on my car. You want to come see it? You want to come he, see he it real nice close? That adventure just happened and Batman has the blood on his gloves and he like leaves a blood print on the guy's corduroy jacket. This is a busy Batman. He's got a lot of shit to do in one night. But then Batman realizes this dog show guy is covered in dog hair. So now the, the hair is like sticking to the blood on his gloves. Uh, so they talk to these creepy guys at this dog show and they're like, yeah, the only dog you could possibly be talking about is Ross Millen's dog, Whitey. Yep. And he goes, oh, that might be our dog. Now, excuse me, Batman. I have to get back to judging this dog's butthole. (laughs) They do talk a lot about the butt. Dude, dog shows are weird. Dog shows are weird. You always got a guy back there and he kind of like grabs the dog's pelvis and like squeezes it. Yep. What the hell is that? You mean pervs? Yeah. (laughs) What the hell is that move? What are they they, doing? I'll tell you what they are doing. They got a specific brand of peanut butter they know they're going to (laughs) buy. This is extra chunky. I I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not going to any more dog shows. Dog shows? Like like child pageants? Like, right? That's on the same vein of just creepy and weird. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, dog athletic competitions, that I understand. Like like obstacle courses and stuff to show how impressive the dog is. You don't judge how sexy the dog is. And then there's those those child's beauty pageants that are judged by dogs. (laughs) Right? They shouldn't be doing that at all. They don't know what's going on. No, they're just knocking things over. They don't know. Barking. (laughs) Barking, scaring the kids. Those dogs are terrifying. What is this? (laughs) Right? That's Ace the Bat Hound side gig. And one dog works at the uh, record needle factory, closing yes. doors. And Ace the Bat Hound works at child dog. pageants as a judge. As a judge. And he keeps trying to pick up the card with the with the rating on it, but he can't do it because he doesn't have opposable thumbs. You know, you, you we talk like this is all out of the ordinary. There are dogs that are mayors. <laughs> There might be one dog mayor, yeah. Yeah, that's still precedence. One dog mayor. Yeah, yeah. That's more impressive than a dog judging a child's beauty contest. Yeah. Once you get one dog mayor, I guess you're kind of going. There's been no dog governors, though. What a bizarre series of words. Child beauty contest. What the (laughs) fuck? Well, you don't think children are beautiful? No. I think they're beautiful and the future. (laughs) Yep. Oh, uh, oh God! All right, so they uh, they they decide to go. Son, one day you'll grow up to be an influencer. <laughs> so they go to uh, Ross Millen's house, and uh, he's not there. But they find some pictures of of Whitey the dog, and they're like, "Well, at least we know what he looks like." I love this silhouette of Batman. He's a white dog. 
I love this silhouette of Batman and Robin. Like, it's night, right? And they're running across this guy's yard. Yes. And Robin looks like he's practicing his ballet, or he, he has a huge boner. I'm not sure which. And yes. Batman looks like he's about to punt some dog running up to him. <laughs> he does. He does. Well, then we find out that uh, Ace the Bat-Hound recognizes the bat signal, knows what that is, apparently. Yep. And so they go to see Commissioner Gordon, who's fine with all of these shenanigans. He's just like, care. he goes, don't bring that dog back in here. He, he shit on my floor last time. <laughs> Batman's like, he's leaving you clues. And then he's he nudges the, Robin. He's the, uh, most imp- he's the most important member of the family. Uh, it's a, and it's then a he, bat turd. And then he forces Robin to take a shit on the floor as well. Yeah, you got that? <laughs> Little bird <laughs> see, poop. See, we all do it. And now you're going to do it, Commissioner. You're going to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> he makes him do it. Here's my edgelord joke. The reason why I call Robin's poop bird poop, not because of, uh, of course, he can't actually have no, like what white bird poop, but what he can do is shit out Bruce Wayne's semen. <laughs> All right. That was very edgelordy. How uh, many times have you done that this episode? That sound huh? effect or me making that jokes? That sound effect. I think oh. it only That's happened. That's like the fifth time you've I, done that sound effect. Shay, you're exaggerating. I think it's the second time, but you're hearing it multiple times. Yep. In your head. Because yep. it bothers you so much. I I love it and think it's based. That sound is rent-free in your head, Shay. Yep. It's also very unexpected. It is. Qu- <laughs> well, that's an old bit. We can't keep using that bit. Yeah, it's a new bass. I said it was the new bass. Oh, yeah. We did swap that out. God, it's very hard to keep our own canon together. Yeah, that's I don't the, even uh, Our canon's remember. very unexpected. Yeah, it is a very unexpected. Cannot be believed. Uh, so, uh, they talk to commissioner Gordon and they say like, yeah, we need some patrolmen. We need all sorts of, uh, we need to search some parameters for us. We need to do all kinds of shit for us. I love how like, like Robin and commissioner Gordon are talking Batman's petting the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He loves the dog. Priorities, he's just, dude. He's knee, like, he's on one knee, right? And he's yeah. petting the dog. The dog's looking up at him as a good dog does. Yeah. Well, he's he's letting Robin know that he can be replaced. Easily. Yeah, look how mad Robin is. Robin hates this. He looks furious. He and and Bruce Wayne, we'll see in a second, cares way more about the dog's well-being than about Robin's. Oh like, my you know, gosh, yes. He's like, you know, this dog is really going to help us solve this case, unlike some people. Yes, <laughs> I'm not naming names. People who are about to be orphaned again. <laughs> Robin, what size is that costume again? <laughs> Is what, it dog was sized? That a, was that was it like a was that, did we did we alter a dog costume for you? Is that I can't remember how we got that. Yes, we'll have Alfred alter it to fit a dog, but yes. Alfred's also replaceable. <laughs> he's he's going to replace everyone with dogs. He's going to replace <laughs> Alfred with one of those uh, those robot vacuum cleaners. Yeah, Roomba. Yeah, yeah. This that, it's going to be just as but, good, except it won't stink up the house with weed. But he also puts a mask on the Roomba. All right, same underwear too. Because he's insane. <laughs> yeah, he's insane. No matter how ridiculous we make this, he's we can just little, do the normal yeah. comic, and he's insane. He's a little Howard Hughes here. Yeah, right. Here's my robot that cleans my house. You can't know his identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, they go searching this region that they think uh, might be where the uh, the bad guys are. Well, they don't. They tell the dog to do it, and then they and just he kinda, does it. And they just kind of like, all right, I guess he'll come yeah. back and tell us. Well, he has, a, uh, <laughs> he has a two-way microphone. Radio. Yeah, he's yeah. a two-way radio. Oh, right, right. Callers, so they, they just, just listen in. I think they just said, like, there's a lot of ground we have to cover, so we'll just make this dog work all night. Go get him, boy. Yeah. <laughs> goes and Jason well, goes, it's going to come back. I don't know. <laughs> Batman has to go shoot another TV show. He's like, let's go get some ice cream. <laughs> I can't be investigating all night. Uh, Come on, so Robin, we have to finish my model bank. <laughs> 
So the dog uh, finds the criminals, and uh, Whitey, the uh, the criminal dog, uh, he starts barking because he sees Ace the Bat Hound. He's joined the gang. Yes. The owner didn't. The owner's not kind of still on the fence. He's the dog's all it. in with these crimes. Some dogs like having jobs. Yeah, they like to work. They like to be active. Right? So this dog is a criminal. Yeah, he's a professional criminal. And you know what? He's good at it. Yeah, he's excellent. If you're good at something, yeah, if you're good at something, fucking do it. He's opening impossible doors. Very few of us find something that we're good at. Like, if you find it, you milk it. I mean, I did. It's doing this, and it's not profitable. No, no. Nobody said it was profitable. Uh, So uh, the the, the cops, uh, the criminals, they see Ace the Bat Hound, and they become alarmed, and they want to leave. Yep. So Batman hears that they've pulled out their guns, and Batman becomes very concerned and tells Ace, you got to get back here right now. Are we to assume that Ace the Bat Hound made the news? Yes. Even though they only had one adventure, the uh, criminals, as soon as they see Ace, they recognize it as, yeah. as Ace the Bat Hound. Right, because how many dogs with masks are running around? Yeah, probably only the one. Probably I love how like, Batman's dog shows up, right? And they yeah. go outside to shoot at the dog, and they're just like, maybe we should leave. Yeah, like and It's up to debate. It doesn't work out, so they eventually they have a vote and they decide to leave. Um, so Batman and Robin go back to the area. Uh, Robin uh, asks Batman, "Hey, uh, you know how you wanted that dog to come back so he wouldn't get hurt? You've never done that for me. You've never well, told he, me to get out of a dangerous situation ever." Well, he he told that owner that the dog wouldn't be harmed, but then he the dog got shot at. Yeah. Well, he wasn't well, harmed and I'm though. I'm sure he told Robin, "Like, well, I don't have to worry about you." And the yeah. dog was alone. Yeah. Oh, this is not the first uh, Bat Hound. Batman just brings back a corpse. He, He's it's fine. Milo and it's not even rules. his dog. <laughs> He, he just throws him out the Batmobile onto the lawn as he's driving by. Hey, guys, don't you hate it when Batman shows up to your house and steals your dog and gets the dog shot? Let me hear you. <laughs> Put your head down, Robin. Don't let him see you. Uh, we're driving a bat-shaped car. I'm pretty sure he'll know it's us. He's taking auditions for new Robins, and one of them's Ace Freely. <laughs> Peter or whatever. Ace Freely's a guitar player. Who am I thinking of? Uh, Paul Stanley? Paul Stanley. Robin, can you rock like Paul Stanley? No? Right. no so no. you don't have, let me get this straight, you don't have the sense of smell of a dog, and you also don't have the awesome shredding skills of Paul Stanley. And his disguise is way more intricate. He's got that crazy wig, his face is painted. Mm-hmm. I don't he's, know what he looks like under that. Like a lot of his costume is black, so he actually well, isn't just mm-hmm. a giant target. Yeah. He's got uh, platform thinking, shoes, so he looks more intimidating. I have to say, you're dropping in the power rankings, Robin. He's got spikes on his boots to be kicking people. You're falling behind that robot that I have cleaned the shit out of my cave. Yeah, clean that at, that ace dog yeah. poop. At least that uh, thing doesn't complain. So they figure out where the criminals are, are going to strike next, and Batman and Robin use their ropes to swing uh, uh, mm-hmm. to this wall, but the dog As climbs insane, the wall. Yeah, the dog he, his is, vertical leap is incredible. He's Air Bud. Wait, how have we not connected Ace Freely and Ace the Bat Hound yet? Oh, it's the same Ace. Well, Ace, Ace isn't in, hasn't been so in So Ace Freely like needs years. to play Ace the Bat Hound. Yeah, he's a, he's a bad guy. I don't want to be around that guy. Ace Freely is a dog in and of, of himself. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit of a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they they get to wherever they want to rob. I think it was like a drill manufacturer. Some yeah, they, they use are, diamonds they to make drills. It's no, more. It's a different diamond place. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a different kind of diamond place. They should rob banks with actual currency they can use. Yeah. And giant penises in them. Like they're just stealing all the stuff they got to sell. Sell them to who? All they know is this dog trainer. Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, the guy uh, has the dog go inside again, but this time he's like, once this dog gets in, I'm calling the cops. I'm sick of this shit. You know, there's so many crime shows in Gotham City. What they should do is stop being criminals and start managing that dog for dog crime shows. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get those dogs off of those child beauty pageants and get them doing crime shows instead. Right? Look how That's talented a, the dog is. The dog is great. He leaped like a, like a two-story building from the ground. Mm-hmm. The dog would much rather do this than having that judge guy stare at his asshole. <laughs> He's not grabbing my wiener. What is that? What are you doing? Why are you jo- creeping up behind me and grabbing my pelvis? They're judging the dog's cock. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's very weird. Mm, very, so, uh, very red, very rockety. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they drop down Batman and Robin and Ace and they drop down and they confront this dude and he's like, Hey man, they've just been forcing me to do this. I don't want to do this. It's yeah. insane. And Robin's like, I believe him. Yeah. I've been trying to put together a beauty patch and I don't want to do this. He's like, I believe him too. Quick, Robin, get out your giant bag of cocaine and powder yes. up this dog. Well, he does say, yeah, there's some chalk dust. Get the chalk dust. I'm going to get out my utility belt makeup kit. Yeah. And he somehow has a fully formed mask of the man they didn't know existed <laughs> so so it's quite a makeup kit robin is tasked with covering ace the bat hound in chalk to make him look like whitey the other dog meanwhile bruce with the materials in his belt apparently has come up with a perfect disguise to look like whitey's uh, owner so are we supposed to assume that whitey is an albino german shepherd because just covering him in chalk is going to turn him into a totally different dog no, no, it's, it's, I, I guess the shape is close enough. Also, as soon as he moves, there's going to be chalk dust. Yeah. 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 It doesn't plan. stick. <laughs> well, this is why they abandoned it really quickly. Like, can, it's literally can, one panel. I can see why Batman and Robin uh, deferred to the help of a dog. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Bruce and uh, Batman and Ace, disguised as the guy and his dog, they walk out to the criminals and they say, hey, you know, we're, uh, you know how we work together on these crimes, right? And the criminals go, yeah, 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 we're all criminals and we threatened to kill you if you didn't help us. Yeah, but now and, we're best friends, right? Yeah. And Batman goes, well, that's legally that's binding evidence. Yep, Batman's that'll work. Like, and Batman's like, betrayal, and punches him in yep. the face. Punches him in the face. And then Robin says, I guess you don't need me, but I am here. So yep. whatever. Feminately kicks the guy in the face. Looking yeah. cute. Just adds insult to injury, really. All right. The dog uh, bites the gun and it goes off and <laughs> kills one of the criminals. Uh, and then we have the final panel of the book. Uh, they return Ace the Bat Hound to his rightful owner, but the dog is now traumatized. Yeah, it's got PTSD. Yeah, PTSD. It can't be socialized. They're going to have to put him down. No, there's a lot of military dogs with PTSD. You know what? It is heartwarming when they re- they recuperate those dogs. I know. It's but interesting. It doesn't work sometimes, though. It doesn't always work, but I only pay attention to the stories where it does work. It's interesting because when they re- recuperate the dogs, I find that great. That's a great thing for society. But when criminals are rehabilitated, I still hate them. Yeah. I, I don't give second chances. No second I, chances. I do. I forgave Mike Tyson for raping that woman. Yeah, he's a terrible man. I did do that. Regardless of what you might have heard on previous episodes, I currently and have always thought Mike Tyson is a horrible monster. Uh, did, you know, we didn't look into that. Did did Was he just Shanghai'd? I'm with her. I'm pretty sure he just got Shanghai'd. He may have got Shanghai'd on the rape thing, but he definitely was punching women in the face. Like His whole deal was punching people in the face. I don't know why this is surprising. Well, yeah, but again, there's usually some sort of rule. There's usually some sort of rope involved in a bell and a, and a crowd. Yeah. I mean, he's, like, the great, he's the greatest fighter of all time. Do you think he just had to like, he has to periodically keep his yes. skills up? So he just, 
Like, like praying to Mecca however who's, many times a day. He has to punch somebody every few hours. Who the fuck is mouthing off to Mike Tyson? I, mean, I don't woman. think they're mouthing off. Yeah, you just assumed that the woman that Mike Tyson punched in the face had it coming. I mean, I'm yeah, just, we no, no, one, no one has it coming. I'm just saying, be careful, you know, what you say to Mike but Tyson. I'm going to be on my best behavior around Mike Tyson. She may have just been bringing him a steak. We don't know what happened. He's an unhinged madman. It doesn't matter what happened. He still punched a, his, you know, whatever lady in the face, however yeah. they were involved. Well, how good is she at fighting? She's I mean, not a boxer. Was it a fair fight? Yeah, was it a fair Was it? Was it? Was it one of uh, George Foreman's kids? One How of his much daughters? Does she weigh? What's yeah. her weight class? We maybe, maybe he, maybe it was unfair for Mike Tyson. I didn't see the weigh in. Right? What if he? What if he just randomly heard a bell and just sl- socked her in the face? Wow, Because that's, like that's like it's like a reflex now. Mike brought me back around to defending Mike Tyson. <laughs> I started out so strong. Yep. Uh, much like this comic book, started out mm-hmm. strong and then we just kind of petered. No, it's kind of petered uh, the, away. The best story was safe for last. What are you talking yeah. about? Uh, what do we think of this? Uh, I love this comic. It was, uh, was Dark Side's Couch approved. Mm, yeah, it's probably a Dark Side's Couch comic. There's a lot of insane criminal plots. Yep. Uh, Shay, what'd you think of this? Boring. Boring. Um, yeah, I mean, it was at least mostly coherent, and that's a lot more than I can say for a lot of other comics. Uh, but it still was kind of bad. Three out of five hounds sniffing out clues and underwear. <laughs> You like those sounds? Yeah, that's the ASMR I like. Yeah, Dogs yeah. smelling things. The sound of a dog just licking its own butt. Yeah. No, I'm not a I'm not a, a dog pageant judge. It's the same sound. <laughs> no, just dogs smelling. Yeah. It's the same sound. <laughs> yeah, that's wanna, great. Yeah, they want to lick the sweat off you. They're trying Whenever, to figure out who you are. When I come up from uh, when I go to the gym, you know, I, I'll, I'll run a bunch of miles and I'll come upstairs. And uh, I'll, I'll do a plank, like I'll get down and do some planks at the end of the workout, but I'm dripping in sweat. And my cat will always come up and rub against me and like take the sweat off of my face. Oh, gross. It is gross. I try to dissuade him, but I can't break my plank. You got to finish your plank. Yeah. Well, you were saying you did a bunch of planks, but really you just do one. I did one big one. Yeah, well, you just do you just do big one. No, I, I do 20 little ones. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you've got the uh, resilience, but if I just ran, you know, eight miles, uh, I may not be able to keep it up for a couple minutes. I may have to, I may break. Mm-hmm. Planks are hard. You know, no, not really. After running, you go run eight miles and then do a two minute plank without issue. Uh, I've been running. And then planking? Yeah. Or immediately after? Sometimes. With an, with an adorable cat rubbing against your face, trying to take all that sweat for himself? Oh, uh, no, I don't have any cats. Gonna take all that sweat and clone you for some reason? And the cat's just like, I'm daddy's towel. Yeah, I kind of like it. It's kind of nice. Oh, that was a right. creepy thing you just said. Oh, I kind of like it when my cat rubs against me. Yeah. You, you should be you should be a cat pageant judge. We're very, we're very close. We're very close, and I would love to do that. If anybody's listening, putting together a little something, a little show, you need a judge? Give me a call. Yeah. I got James will finger that butthole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to finger something. <laughs> yep. As, as it says on this tramp stamp tattoo I got. You got you to you bill finger somebody. Yeah. Oh, wow. Bringing it all together. Mm-hmm. Wish you would have said that 25 minutes ago. No, I said it when it was most important. Yeah. Uh, we should talk about next time. Yep. I heard that we're doing more kickers for some reason. Well, it's, uh, yeah, next episode will be right after Thanksgiving, and uh, that's football season, and yep. I look for any excuse I can to revisit the Kickers Incorporated. Yep. 
Uh, we've done this three times in the past. It's Magna Conte. With Magna Conte. Uh, Kickers Incorporated is a fantastic Marvel series from the 80s. Uh, about a team of NFL-level football players who also solve crimes in their off time. Mm-hmm. Right? It's great. Yep. Uh, we have read three issues. We read them out of order, and we read them as we're recording. We have yep. not read them ahead of time. Yep, and their biggest mystery yet is going to be, did Mike Tyson rape that lady? Yes. That was going to be issue 13, but they didn't get around to it. it got the canceled. Kick, the kickers are going to investigate. Uh, but, but we don't know what issue we're going to use. So we'll look at the picker wheel, or as it's called this time, the kicker wheel. Is this how many we have left for real? Uh, Yeah, we have nine more. There's 12 issues. We've done three. All right. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to let the wheel decide uh, what we're going to read next time. Uh, And of course, we need to listen listen to a little, well, we got to listen to a little music when we do it. So let's see what kind of turn in music we've got. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Soundgarden, Dusty, yep, Chris Cornell. That dude loved turning things. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. I like that. Shay, you like Soundgarden? I don't know a lot of them, but right. what I've heard are fine. Is, you know, Black Hole Sun. Black Hole Sun. You know, yeah. Spoon Man. Well, yeah, like I said, I, I don't know a lot of them. Yeah. I didn't say I've more. never heard them. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, that's definitely spinnable. Mm-hmm. High spinability rating. Let's see what we're going to mm-hmm. read next time. And the answer is Kickers Incorporated issue number two. two. All right. All right. Let's see what Kickers Incorporated issue two looks like. All right. Let's find out. It's a book called The Robot in My Rose Garden. Ah, uh, perfect. Very dark size couch approved. Jesus Christ. Very unexpected. And the cover of it features uh, that little robot from the Nintendo games. You I was that about guy? to say, yeah, is that Robbie fucking Robbie? Yeah, Robbie, yeah, Robbie, Robbie the, the robot. robot. Robbie the robot bursting through a wall, Kool-Aid man style, mm-hmm. and he's going to try and murder Magna Conte. It says where walks the robot, but he clearly has treads. Yes. Yeah, where rolls the robot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's going to be great. That's going to be great fun. Uh, Magna Conte also has a neckerchief like Fred from uh, Scooby-Doo. That's mm-hmm. called an ascot. That oh, an ascot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're, you're going to have to have dog judges judge that ascot. Yes. <laughs> uh, I like it. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, me too. All, all of the other issues of Kickers we've done are towards the end of the run. Yep. So I think this one, reading an early issue, it's finally going to make sense and we're going to realize how good this series actually it's is. It's just going to click. Yeah. I always felt it was really good. Yeah, it's it's all the elements are there. We're just missing some of the key parts. Mm-hmm. This is clearly like this. This should have taken the place of Watchmen in the eighties. This yep. is what should have been. Yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to it. I'm happy. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it. Shay. Shay. James. Other person on the show. Do you have some plugs for us? Yeah. Uh, listen to our other Batman and Kickers Inc. episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other podcast app that your little brain can think of. Uh, be sure to subscribe None. to us. Hit those bells and, and thumbs and everything else. And you can also listen on DarkSidesCouch.com and send all complaints and commentary to Mike yep. at DarkSide mm-hmm. on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and at now YouTube. Do we have our handle? Is that official? No, it's we're still waiting on it, but it's going to okay. come. Yeah, right. it's not it's not been rolled out yet. I think Facebook is still tr- or I think YouTube is still trying to figure out exactly what the hell that means. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And send all your nice compliments to me. I just mm-hmm. want to hear the good things. Just mm-hmm. James. I don't, don't want to hear all. Jack shit about anything. Shay, Shay mm-hmm. wants zero involvement with this show. She's mm-hmm. trying to distance herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she might because she's a snowflake. New Shay, who dis? Yeah. Yeah. No, she might run for office someday. She can't be associated with this. Oh, God. Yeah, I it's hope too not. much work. It's yeah. Too much yeah. Work for Shay. All right. Uh, any last comments before we get out of here? Uh, let's see. Uh, always trust your neighbor's dog to get you out of jams. Shay, you got anything? Uh, let's go back to filming shit live on TV. Ta-ta for now, Christian Crusaders. And we'll talk to you next time on The Couch. Gosh, Bruce. I mean, I feel ridiculous in these tights. You're dismissed. Forever. Bruce, surely you don't mean it. It wasn't that big of a deal. An entire city depends on us. I suspect a change would be best for both of us. Now, enough sentimentality. There's much work yet to do. To the Mat Cave! Fuck Batman. <laughs>